embark on a journey into the unknown, where two or more are gathered to discuss what you are afraid of. This is Nigel the Goat speaking, along with your host, Davey Wavy, and we welcome you to the Red Pill Cartel Podcast, where crazy feels like home. What's up, Cartel? Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Um, I want to thank everybody who tuned in to the last episode, 130, with Brandon Williams, a.k.a. One Stupid Fuck. Uh, that episode blew up on me, and it I wish every episode could do that. <laughs> it probably has something to do with his PR team or, you know, the people that follow Brandon. But, uh, yeah, let's get more listeners on board here and uh, so I can just keep doing my thing and dishing out free content for you guys. Uh, it's what I love to do um, in my spare time, and uh, I, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. It, it I had a lot of positive feedback, and it was amazing to watch it all happen. And it took my it took my number one spot and you know uh, most played episode. So yeah, let's keep doing that, shall we? So this episode, I have Hank from the 643 podcast and as well as chef from Sunday night secret societies podcast as well as holistic roots podcast um and we just got together one night uh he he asked me if I wanted to come on and then the next day I came on I was like fuck yeah let's do this and we kind of got into a little bit of a uh a little bit of a debate on the bible and stuff like that and spirituality and uh yeah, I could watch, I could see, uh, you know, Hank and I were kind of debating a little bit, not heated or anything, but just I was asking him questions and, you know, logical things, and he was giving his answers, and we came to a middle ground, which was cool. Um, but I just, it was funny to watch uh, Chef Kyle sit there and, like, hold his hand over his mouth and giggle and shit. It was hilarious. But you can check this episode out also on Sunday Night Secret Societies, and uh, I've been on there a few times. Those guys are great. I love them so much. And here, uh, no further, uh, without further ado, here is Go to the Round Table, which is my round table uh, 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 segment or, or, you know, thing, thingamabob. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the episode. But first, you know what you got to do, right? Smoke a couple dubs, drink a couple beers, relax, and enjoy the show. Zoom like fucking, I owe Zoom like 200 bucks, so. Fuck them. That is why I went over to StreamYard. Not for any other particular reason, but. With that being said, welcome to another episode of the Sunday Night Secret Society tonight. We got my boys, Davey Wavy from the Red Pill Cartel, Hank Dog from 643 Conspiracy Podcast. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Fantastic. 
made it through another long week of getting my ass kicked at work. Oh. Just just glad to be able to catch some sleep this weekend. Yeah, I'm doing a six, seven day fucking in a row, no day off thing. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I need a day off. <clears throat> I'll probably end up calling in one day. Will that give you I don't I know it works differently in different states, but will that give you overtime or did they do it to where you won't get overtime? No, because I'm I'm part time, so they're gonna give me like a five hour shift here, seven hour shift there. They're gonna know? keep you so just like, under that forty hours. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like fucking use and abuse me, bend me over and don't use any lube, right? Yep. yep. In Maine. How did it work in Maine? So when I lived in Maine, if you worked like three 12-hour shifts and then you work a four-hour shift, there's no overtime involved there because right. you, you didn't go, you didn't work more than 40 hours in a week. But in California, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be anything over eight hours is overtime. Yeah. So it's really weird how, how yeah, they, they definitely manipulate that shit. But I had a job uh, when I was up in Northern California. They would line my days up like that, where technically I was working seven days in a row, but they were split between two different pay periods. So I wouldn't yep. get any overtime. It's like, dude, you guys it's, are fucking... It's fucking dirty, dude. It's like, I kind of need a fucking day to do, do shit. Like, at home. Yep. You know, like, masturbate and do the laundry and shit. Like, all, I all need... The- a free day all the no. body bodies need time to re- recuperate yeah even god needed a day to chill out that was called the sabbath <laughs> which isn't sunday <laughs> it's all debatable it could be it could be no day of the week but you know in 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 uh context of the moon or the sun right true like yeah. we're on the Gregorian calendar, so it might not even be Saturday. It might not even be Sunday. It might not even be Thursday. It could be a couple weeks here and there, you know? True. I don't fucking know because I haven't studied it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure shit, it's not either Saturday or Sunday. Nothing... Just give me a fucking day off and I'll take it. You know? Yep. No, nothing will, nothing, nothing at this point. Um, really could I don't think could, could surprise me and I think I speak for a lot of people like if, if some crazy stuff were to come out like that it just wouldn't surprise me it's like okay here we go what's next yeah literally what is next it's uh so it's raining for you Hank Hank I think just uh blinked out over there but you so it's still hot right now in Canada like how hot are we talking um today hit a high of 22 degrees which fahrenheit would probably be 70 75 80 okay yeah i woke up it was 80 degrees at six o'clock this morning and it's raining now yeah and we got a cold front moving in and by the time monday night gets here it'll be at or below freezing damn yeah, our uh, yeah sinus, like that's why that's why my, is, uh, my sinus is just stay wrecked oh, for seven months out of the year because it just 
we'll have 30, 40 degree temperature fluctuations between the daytime and the, and the, and the nighttime talking about having to blast your fucking heater in the morning on the way to work, but then you're blasting the air conditioner on the way home because you're sweating balls. Right. Yeah. It's dumb shit. And I had a rough day today, man, because I had to get up early and I was partying last night at uh, a bar downtown Toronto. And that's like a 40 minute drive, right? And I was like 1.30 when I left there and I had to get up for like with it. it there's yeah. a story, the story that I want to tell you there, uh, Kyle. Yeah, dude. I'm. I'm. Nick, I think you heard this. You saw the post I put up today. The guys I was hanging yeah. out with. Yeah. So the backstory on that is uh, pretty wild. So my band, not my band, my friend's band, the Android Meme. They were playing last night, but I was looking up. There's this band that I used to love from the '90s, and they're from Toronto, and they're called Glue Leg, and the singer's name was Ruben. And I was just sitting there one day and I was thinking, it was like a couple weeks back. I wonder what Ruben is up to. Because he seemed to have like disappeared and not have been, he's not in music or anything anymore, right? So I looked up his name on Instagram and sure as shit, I find him and he's says he's working at Steam Whistle Brewery, uh, downtown Toronto, but also is the front man for a, his new band called Star Beast. And I was like, oh shit. So I checked out Star Beast's album and I fucking became instantly obsessed with it. It's like stoner rock, right? But really good. Like the vocals are amazing. Guitar tone's fucking awesome. And then I sent my buddy Stefano, who's in the Android meme, uh, a message. I said, hey, remember Ruben from Glue Leg? His new band, Starbeast, check it out, right? And he sends me a text back. And he's like, haha, we're playing with them next week. What? Yeah. And I was like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? So instantly I bought a ticket to see this band, these two bands, my friend's band and uh, Starbeast. And there's like three other bands, right? And uh, yeah, sure as shit, I go down there. Uh, I got there early, so I chug a couple beers. I pre-drink in my in my car. Hell yeah! I go into the bar, and then I watch my friends' band play. It was fucking awesome. Uh, everybody, everybody was there to see them, and I was like, "Fuck, they got a good turnout, right?" And uh, sure as shit, this guy walks by me, and he's like, "He's like, hey, because I made a video about what I just did, this whole story, right?" And I tagged uh, Glue Leg, I tagged uh, Star Beast, this and that. And when Ruben saw me, he recognized me from the video that I made. So he's like, hey, man, I fucking I remember you from the video you made. Right. It was like, fuck, I sent you a message on Instagram trying to get you on the podcast and this and that. So like, go, oh, I fucking suck with that shit. Right. And then the rest of the band fucking all recognized me from the video, right? <laughs> oh shit! So I got to awesome. hang out with the I got to hang out with them like for like the whole night before they got on because they went on last. And uh, yeah, it was fucking cool. And then I sent uh, Glue Leg a message asking if they wanted to come on. Totally separate band, right? And they just confirmed that they want to come on too. So yeah, it was fucking great, dude. 
you got two birds with one stone right there. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's crazy how it's things a work. Dream though, because I've been listening to Glue Like since I was like fucking fifteen, right? That's awesome. So it's like cool to fucking meet them. It was awesome. And then you get to have them on your show. Yes. Dude, that's, that's fucking cool, badass. Man. So Star I'm, I'm going I'm going more oriented into like trying to get like independent artists on and shit like that, you know. And of course, truth or stuff. I'm always gonna add in that stuff, right? Well, that's that's and dope too, because I think I think you doing that, like it helps them out, especially like a lot of independent artists. They're probably not like super, super big. And so Absolutely. Yeah. you, you're, you're, you're kind of doing them a favor at the same time by, by sharing to all your listeners, you know, these for new... sure. And it's like selfish for me It's a selfish endeavor for me because I love these artists and I want to talk to them. Right. But I also want to get them out there more. Right. So. For sure. So I've met, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard of the band Emery. They're Emory. out of Seattle. They're, um, Back is it in, like E M O R Y? E M E R Y. Okay. Um, they're old now. Like these guys are in their mid forties, but they they got their kickoff back in two thousand and one, and they got into that uh emo grunge scene. Right. That came out of Seattle around that time, and I was lucky enough to. I've seen them seven or eight times since 2014, but that was the Love first time I've seen them. And they're like genuinely cool people. Yeah. Um, I stay in touch with, with all of them throughout the year at some point in time. And um, I've talked to the lead singer and sometime later this year, early next year, when they quit touring, they're going to, we're going to get together and do a show. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty cool. And like, That's uh, what I'm saying. like I, I want to say you stole my idea because, but then like I I never put it in the etherverse, so you right, just right, took right. it from the collective conscious before I could materialize it. So, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, no, I'm, I'm I'm like a huge fucking music junkie, right? So like right. I've been like like back in the day, glue leg for me and my buddy, we were like obsessed with them, right? So like actually like meet them and him recognize me right off the bat was like dude this is like fucking like not twilight zone but like dream dreamland you know oh they nice, nice. guitar for me sweet dude and that was like the the second time i've seen him i've had this guitar for a while but... you brought that guitar with you to the concert fuck yeah i did and then <laughs> i went on their tour bus and played for him <laughs> what that's fucking awesome so so Don't drop the guitar. Oh, yeah, we're fucking shit up. Yeah, anyway. you're dropping the guitar. No, we ain't drop it. The 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 stand fell apart. Anyway, um, so we went and seen them, and it was early spring, late winter, where we usually get our second round of snow. And um, we went in, watched them party. You know fucking had a great show and then when we come out it's just snow everywhere on the ground like feet of snow and so they were like hey y'all y'all come here come here 
So they knew we wanted them to sign our guitar, me and my buddy at the time. And so we went out to the truck and got our guitars and run up on there. And they were like, come up here with us. And they took us onto the tour bus and we sat there and chilled and we tossed some beer back and had the whole bus rocking to Johnny Cash and stuff, just getting down, man, having a good time. Beautiful. And like two years later, they started doing like their VIP sessions were like meet and greets and acoustic sets on the tour bus and shit. And I was like, I feel like I'm, I'm owed some royalties for this because we started this. <laughs> like me and me and my boy Thrasher were the first ones to make it on their tour bus. And like since then, they've gotten rid of, of having a tour bus. They do like the Sprinter vans like everybody's doing now. And I can't really blame them. That tour bus kept breaking down and I'm sure it costed a lot to operate, but Oh, no, a lot they're... of bands now, like, are they're just fucking rolling in their cars and vans, right? Like, they can't afford all this shit. And yeah. a lot of bands are making money off their merch now because of streaming, right? So. True. Do you like, um, do you like, like, kind of like the screamo kind of music? Me? Yeah. I love anything that's fucking energy driven like it, it could be death metal it could be guttural as long as it has loud amps in my face i'm fucking good to go all right y'all remember a... under oath yeah oh yeah i love dude i loved under oath dude they're they're a christian band too right yeah yeah well, see I... that's how emory got their their starts they got started oh. under a a, a cr- christian label but like they weren't like the the baptists who, who who like you know make rock and roll songs about Jesus and shit, but like, um, I don't really get down with like straight up like heavy metal screamo shit. Like Emory does a little bit of screaming. Of course, Under Oath had their moments, but like, I'm not opposed to any music because I'm not one of those people who says that there's bad music because what i might consider bad somebody who, even if it's only the person that wrote the the in, you know particular piece of music in question somebody thinks that's good music and so sure. it's a very subjective subject that's and why the artists do what they do because exactly. they have a fan base right so even if that fan base is only themselves yeah the reason and the reason it's cool because star beast or like when i was talking to ruben i was like Dude, there's not one fucking bad track on this album. That's why I wanted to like, you know, promote you and help you out. He's like, dude, we're he's like, dude, we're doing what we do because we love doing it. Like we have nine to fives now. Like back in the in the nineties with Glue Leg, we were touring like big time, but now we just started doing what we love and our family is like on board. They're like, oh my God, this is so good. And now we got we're starting to develop a fan base now. So it's like I I, I told them I'm like it's kind of like leaving a job when you're like at the top rate and then you go back down to a job and you got to climb the ladder again. He's like, that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's, um, I think it's dope. I don't know. I think that's, that's awesome. Like like people going out and doing that. And even though they're not like making, they might not making like a, be making a whole lot of money, but they're still getting out there and doing what they love, even when they're getting yeah. older. You know, because a lot of people like they're, they're, so. The reason why I asked about that is my buddy um, Andy uh, Martinez. I, I grew up with him and and a couple of my other buddies. They started a band called Held Down, and so it was like you know they played at the high school, blah 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 blah. Then then I ended up going with them and they played at Whiskey a Go Go, 
Nice. And anyhow, long story short, everyone went their separate ways, but my buddy Andy is in two bands, and I sent you the names of the bands. One's called Traditions, and one call, one's called Sentient. Okay. Um, they do music videos. They have CDs. All, well, not I don't know about CDs, but uh, they have their shit everywhere. But anyhow, if you end up digging the, digging the music and want to get this dude on, I will reach out to him and connect you guys. And he's a really freaking cool dude, really funny. He's hilarious. Um, but I don't think he would be opposed to it. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I know that, I mean, as much as I want to get him on like my show as well, but I'm not like super, I'm not super really into that music. So I don't know if I'd be able to make a good show out of it. Oh, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you check it out. And if you're interested, man, I'll shoot you all of his, uh, I'll I'll reach out to him and then shoot you his stuff. But um, I think that'd be kind of cool. Just follow him on Spotify. So, oh, you found. Oh, you got him on Spotify. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I feel bad. Yeah, they I got think... like each each band has like six hundred something listeners. So, yeah, let's get them pumped. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I need to do the same, dude. I need to do the same because now I feel bad. Like I grew up with this dude, and he was one of my better friends. And first dude I got high with, that as a matter of fact, first dude that yes. I got high with. And I remember I was fucking shit teen bricks when I went home because he had to go. And I'm like, well, I have I don't know where to go. Like, I got to go home. I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm going to get fucking caught. My eyes were like <laughs> bloodshot red. I told I think it was like in the middle of winter. And I came home and I had told my mom and my stepdad that I went swimming and they looked at me all crazy because they know I don't like cold fucking water, dude. Like we had a dope <laughs> pool in the backyard. And we had wet, dude. We had wetsuits that we would take to the beach. Well, I was the one kid that would fucking put on a wetsuit before I hopped in my pool. If it's too cold, dude, I'm not hopping in, you know. But I want to join the rest of the kids in the pool. So yeah, I'd be the one kid in a wetsuit. So when I said that I was swimming, they're looking at me like, dude, you must be fucking high. And then I was like, (laughs) no, no, no. It was a heated pool. It was a heated pool. And I, I said we were, we were like throwing like little uh, objects to sink to the bottom of the pool so i had my eyes open the whole time i just tried making up every little angle of making it worse making it work yeah yeah, yeah probably making it worse yeah like yeah I, you're high whatever dude <laughs> i've been known to do that too like if i call off of work i'll write like a two-page fucking essay right <laughs> i was telling my boy that like... the other day and he goes bro you don't have to fucking tell them if if you're calling off and you just want to sit on your fucking your bed and do nothing all day like that's none of their fucking business you just call off so you got something going on yeah <laughs> i remember the uh the first and only time i ever did acid Ooh. and uh i was coming down right and uh it's like an eight hour trip right and uh, i came home and it was saturday night and my parents were sitting there watching saturday night live and i always watched a saturday night live with them and as soon as i got home they were watching it and i i, I ran up the stairs like Dave, what are you doing? Saturday Night Live's on. I'm like, I can't watch it right now. <laughs> so I didn't want them to know I was fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I was like 14 years old. Damn. Is is Saturday Night Live, is it any good now? Is it still Fuck good? or no. No, it's shit. I didn't they went, think it they was good to begin with. Bullshit woke. Saturday Night Live, this is back in the, the early 90s, like 94, when it was good. Yeah, and then I used to watch Matt TV and Saturday Night Live back to back. That was my shit, dude. Did you back ever read when, uh, the? 
that that Belushi guy was still alive. Jim Jim Belushi? John. John Belushi. That's who it is. Yep. They said he's still alive? No, I said that was back when he was still alive. Oh no, John was dead by then too. Was he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I, he, I think he died in the 80s, dude. Well, damn. But he did, he yeah. was on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah, in the 70s. Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize it's been going on that long. I just seen uh, the other day, it was, uh, I think it was something on Instagram, but it was, I might have even posted it. It was Pete Davidson, some girl, and then Keenan from Keenan and Kel. Yep. And what's his name? Fucking goddamn. I just Who loves my... orange soda? Kale loves orange soda. Oh, that dude. That, Is wow. it true? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Oh shit. That, you that see that like... one skit with the rock where he's like a mad scientist or whatever? There's yep. like a dude, that was honestly. It's so fucking bad and evil, but it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, they no, it was, it was, and and that's what I was. That's kind of what I was getting at. Is Pete Davidson said something to Keenan and was like, "Dude, aren't you forty now?" And Keenan said, "No, I I uh, I signed a deal in blood to where." I will always be like 25 years old or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. Just like literally putting it out there. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't look like you've aged a day. Like he really doesn't. He does not look like he has aged. He sounds the exact same back when I used to listen to him on like all that and fucking whatever the good burger, whatever the, the good burger. This is the Keenan and Kale show. Oh, the Keenan and Kale show. Yeah. He does not look like he's aged today. Oh, that's right. That was on the um, introduction, right? The, yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Welcome yeah. to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? I heard they're doing another one. Oh, please don't. The first one wasn't good. <laughs> uh, I never even just, saw for, it. just for shits and giggles, Chef, Saturday Night Live has been out since 1975. Oh, shit. Okay. It's on its 49th season. I did not know that. 1975. Some of the yep. best fucking musical performances were on there, including Sinead O'Connor when she held up the picture of the Pope and ripped it up. Dude, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. She just passed <laughs> away. Yep. That's my dude, jam, dude. Her, her voice was fucking angelic. I don't care if she looked like a dude or not. <laughs> yeah, well, back in the day, she was <laughs> Kind of pretty for a bald chick, but she got really bad looking later on. <clears throat> well, wasn't she sick? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. The uh, what uh, what's her name? Uh, the the gal from the zombies. I don't know when she. No, she passed away a couple years ago. Oh no, the cranberries. Oh, I'm sorry, the cranberries. cranberries. The cranberries yeah, yeah, yeah. zombie. Okay. I connected zombies with cranberries right when you were about to say it. Yeah, Dolores O'Riordan. That's her name. And she was living in Scarborough, which is like 45 minute drive from me. Scarborough, Maine? Scarborough, Ontario. Oh, because there's a Scarborough, Maine too. I know Maine and Canada. Yeah, are... she started a family up here in Canada. 
It says she drowned due to alcohol intoxication. Oh, yes. Dolores? Yes. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, shit. Because, see, didn't, didn't she, like, have have something going on with the dude? Um, oh, what the fuck is that band? Bad Wolves? Yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, well, so, and Wolves, they had that Bad song. The cover of Zombies. Yeah, yes. Zombies. Well, you know. Yeah. So what I heard is that they were going. So the cranberries and bad wolves. This is what I heard. They were supposed to meet up to do that. Do the zombie song together. They were yeah. gonna redo it. Well, like the the morning or the morning before they were supposed to meet up to do that. Dolores passed away, and so that, then the then bad sketch. wolves. Then Bad Wolves did it by themselves, is what I what I had heard. Yeah. Sketch. Tommy Vexed is the what was the singer of Bad Wolves. He's not anymore. Whoa. Because, because he was speaking truth like we are, and his band didn't like it. They were uh, oh makes what? sense. Yeah. Crazy Bad dude. Wolves. I was actually I was trying to get Tommy vexed on my show too early on, but uh, he never replied to my tweet direct DM. Interesting. He looks like a fucking cool dude. Well, it's hard. I, that's he is cool. He is cool. He's fucking ripped too. He's fucking very phys- phys- His physicality is crazy. So he is okay. He's so yeah. He's still alive. I typed in uh, "Bad Wolves singer" and then it. The first thing that popped up was Bad Wolves singer dies. But yeah, it looks I, like he he separated from the band in 2021, January 2021. Yeah, yeah, which, right when COVID hit. Yeah, it's COVID and his band fucking hated him for it. What? Oh yeah, it says uh, the Cranberries, Dolores. How do you say your last name? Or oh, 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 it took me years to figure it out. It's all weird and or weird and. The lead singer of the Irish band passed away suddenly in January 2018 at the age of 46 at a local hotel in London. The band's cover of the Cranberries Zombies was released four days later with all the proceeds going to her three children. That is so sketch, dude. But it it really is. Because what if she, I mean, I don't know if she was speaking out, but if indeed she was with the lead singer or the ex-lead singer of Bad Wolves and they were both speaking out and then they fucking took her out first or something to shut up. Uh, I don't know. I do know she was married with children though and it wasn't with Tommy so. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's hearsay. I don't know. That's fucking crazy though. That's fucking wild. I'm trying to pull Pull this up. You know who I really wanted to see growing up? Like some of my one of my favorite favorite bands that I listened to that that was like on my bucket list. And I was gonna go to I think it was uh, Bottle Rock in Napa, California. Um, but uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Tom Petty. Tom Petty had just passed away, but I really wanted to see him in concert. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, baby. He passed away, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I think it was. I, I think, I think I heard it was a 
opiate overdose, but it's been it's been a couple years, so I could be completely wrong. He died. Yeah, he died in twenty seventeen. Fuck, forgot about that. Yeah, terrible man. Like that was just my that that's literally like my childhood music is like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Alanis Morissette, um, Gwen Stefani, Live. Uh, the Scorpions. Like, I just remember my mom had her little CD case with all of her CDs, and that was a shit that, that she played that now I, I love, still love, ha have always loved. And then she, actually, funny enough, I remember we were driving in her car, and I, I think I was just able to read, and she had a cassette in her car, and I, I picked it up, and it was Coolio, and it was uh, Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> I'm like, okay, ma, okay. <laughs> Dude, like, shit, my mom used to listen to was like ABBA, uh, the BGS. Oh, my parents listened to all the coolest shit, man. And my brother was a, uh, a my mom was a radio DJ in her youth. Oh, really? Yeah, she worked at a, awesome. at a radio station, not too far from here. But uh, yeah, so like, but like. She her music musical taste went everywhere. From like I said, like we'd listen to Sticks, and then she'd blare some ACDC, and then she'd fucking put on like the Judds or uh, the Dixie Chicks or something. <laughs> Just be everywhere. Yeah, my mom too, man. She'd like listen to Rod Stewart and like oh, Abba God. and uh, uh, I, I kind of dig Kiss Rod Stewart. And dolly parton and all that shit and then i'd be getting into like all this crazy metal shit and i'd like ask her to drive me to the music store to pick up a cd and i'd put it on and be like this crazy metal and she'd be like fucking banging her head and shit <laughs> it's a fun fun story my brother was playing on an all-star baseball team one year and he might have been 11 or 12 or something he was young so i was probably six 15 16 and the 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 tournament was across the state and that was back in the day of good old burnt cds and stuff and i had like disturbed albums and black sabbath albums zeppelin acd all the shit that i listened to all the green day albums that were out at that time and uh, Run it, run it, run it back. With the with the skip, DJ, and some really, and some really good headphones. <laughs> like this, <laughs> and she was like, "Son, put it in the, put it in." And so I put this burnt. It was just so happened to be the disturbed one. And the first song on this album or on this burnt CD was down with the sickness. And I'm thinking we're good until the, till the breakdown in the middle of it during the bridge and where he starts cussing his mom out and shit. And I was like, then we're probably going to have some rough waters and no mom lets all the windows down, cranks this shit wide open and is just, and I'm like, who the fuck is this woman? Because I mean, y'all would have to under my mom. My mom was like Betty White's character on the Golden Girls, like just 
not anything you would expect like she's a good lady like there's not a single person on this planet who's met my mom that doesn't love her that's like my mom too man sweetest little lady you could ever meet that would do anything for you if she could just Just like my mom down to down with the sickness just yeah man (laughs) mom chill out it's fucking great dude my mom is exact same I'll never forget that my, until the day you, I die that me and mom got the fuck down. Guys, what? this just in, uh, switching subjects, but relating to what we talk about, uh, the Robert Card was found dead in Lisbon, Maine. Oh, Who dude, was? Lisbon? Yep. Dude, I used to live right fucking there. Are you? The alert, the alert just came up on my phone. Was that Anthony Grafeo? I don't know. Didn't even say how he fucking died. They just said he they found him dead in Lisbon, Maine. So uh Robert Card is his name, the shooter, right? Oh, uh, yep, 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 yep. That was him. Okay, okay. Years old? Yeah. I was gonna say that's really weird because I lived in Auburn, Maine, and it was fucking not a good, not a good area. And we were right next door. Like I was like, I don't know, like four minutes away from um uh, where were the, where was the shootings at? Not Auburn. Were they in Lisbon? No, Lewiston. Lu- yeah. Lewiston. Yeah, yeah Lewiston. they were in Lewiston. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> but they found him dead in Lisbon. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because I didn't really look into it a whole lot, but a lot of people approach me asking me shit, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm just a podcaster that talks about sh- horse shit. Uh, I don't know everything, right? But people approach me about stuff, right? And somebody asked me about this shooter. I'm like. And I said, oh, this is just to distract you from what's going on in Israel and Palestine right now, because nobody cares about that right now. So let's look at this shit, because yep. that's what CNN seemed to have been doing. They were like not saying shit about Israel and Palestine. And it was all about this fucking shooter. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know a whole I do know. Like I said, I live right there and I do know the air. The area was absolutely terrible. Um, I heard he was, I just heard that he was a weapons instructor. He was prior military and fucking went off on, in, in a bowling alley. But and he was in a mental institution or something too, right? That, I mean, he, I, I, that I did not hear, but I also haven't heard a whole lot. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. Even looking at some of some of the uh, the comments. Yeah, you See, know, I hadn't even heard. I, that I, he I was, was looking at his name too. His name, Robert Card. It's like, here's our next card that we want to play. You know, because there's always something to do with their their names, right? Yeah, I wonder. Let me. I'm gonna look it up. I'm going to plug his name into Gematria, a little calculator here, and then I'm going to pull his name up backwards. Drac. Drac. <laughs> Kula? Yeah, Kula. <laughs> Trebor. 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 Whoa, yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Let's see what let's see what we get popping this up and we'll do it uh they want to play the inversion game. Let's see how this works. Robert Card. Jack Trebor. 
this is I'm kind of bad because I don't I don't really I I I don't know a whole lot about Jamatri and I don't know because I know there's like there's, it's beyond me, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of different like little filters you can plug in. There's Jewish, <clears throat> English, simple. For me, it's just something that like people can look look at plug shit in and find what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I I I I I think if you based on all the different variables that you can select you're bound to find a number that suits your thought process sure like whatever you know whatever it is that you're hoping to find exactly i feel like for the most part anybody that tries to push gematria or anything revolving numbers i feel like it's more of a make the numbers do what you want them to do yep because exactly. like y'all are saying, there's there's websites you can go to that gematria calculators and stuff, and you hit the drop down, and there's 35 different options of yep. gematria okay. bases you can choose from, and it's just like so. Basically, what you're doing is you're just you're continually searching and asking the same question until you find the answer that suits you. Maybe we need to uh, phone a friend. Hey, Gary, the numbers guy, what do you think? <laughs> one thing one person i know that is an exception to that would have to be um oh i i can't remember ghost had him on several times he does the 11 11 matrix code oh yeah 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 garrett um garrett i can't remember his last name but he does the the whole 11 11 he and his story is insane. Like his story is so insane that I believe it to be legit because for somebody to sit there and think of all that shit to to fake a story, like if he's if he's duping us, congratulations, my friend. You got one over on me. I, I ain't even mad at you, pimp, because <laughs> <laughs> like it it's it's so intricate. That yeah. I agree. I, I think there's a. I don't know. I think there but is. But when you possibly... start seeing shit on Instagram after something, I guarantee you tomorrow when you get on Instagram, there's going to be thirty five thousand different posts about this whole Lewiston thing, and it'll be everything will come out to either like thirty three or seventeen or whatever, yeah. and it'll just be like, oh, somebody, okay. will, somebody will make it. They'll like force that into it, right? Yeah, what if I don't put a space or what if I capitalize this letter yeah, and then it's fucking retarded, dude. Like fuck it is what it is. Shit happens. Yep. Get over it, you know. I will <clears throat> say I will say his name backwards in Hebrew equals 360. So that would be I think 180 would have been cooler like we're about to, you know, switch shit around a little bit, but a 360, I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I agree with you, gentlemen. I don't know enough about it to even be like, "Oh my god!" And I'm sure if we were to you manipulate, the... yeah, we cracked the code here yeah. on Sunday Night Secret Society yeah. podcast. Yeah, you Fuck heard it first. Well, I mean, uh, Tesla said that you know humanity doesn't understand the importance of the numbers three, six, and nine, and I, I you got three sixty right there, so. The th- <laughs> hey, <laughs> giggity giggity, but 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 he just threw that number three sixty out there, and you've got three six and nine all right there present. So 
Illuminati confirmed. Three sixes upside down plus a nine is another nine upside down and whatever the fuck, dude. Like, stupid. You can make numbers do anything that you want. That's that's the whole gist of what we're saying here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never been a mathematician. I've always done No, shit I hate math. And I've I've always hated math. I was like, why do I have to take math? I'm never gonna use it in my life, really, unless I'm a fucking rocket surgeon. And <laughs> I, I wasted I got my I was told my entire public schooling career that I would never have a calculator or a computer in my pocket. And that turned out not to age so well. I don't need to yeah. know the Sorry, quadratic uh, equation. Instruments, but you're you're doomed. And I fucking love me a good Texas instrument calculator, man. Like back in the day, there was nothing better than a fresh TI, like 34, fresh off the line. Sine, cosine, fucking <laughs> algebra shit. Like 9009. It's like, why would I want to fucking learn Ooh. about a hypotenuse? What the fuck is that shit? And I, tangent, cotangent, fuck off. Yep, we I just I have, used our calculators to pass messages back you know, and forth instead of was, writing notes. You could just use it on the type it out on the calculator. I was so fucking bad at math, dude. That once they started throwing letters at me with with the numbers, I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. Dude, I can't do long division. Yeah, on paper, I, I don't. I don't know what to do on paper to to do long division. Like if I have to divide by two numbers, I'm fucked. If I don't have I a calculator, never learn it, and I, I never wanted to learn it, and I, I was can't like, retain it. Nope, it's not that I can't learn me. it. And I had all these fucking Asian kids fucking going, "Oh, it's so easy, so easy." <laughs> See, I had like, the yeah, exact you, opposite problem. We we, <laughs> I went like four years in a row without a a, a math teacher that could speak English. <laughs> Like all of my math teachers from the eighth to my through my eleventh grade year were all foreigners whose primary uh language was not English, and they spoke a very. You know how hard it is to listen to a motherfucker that can't talk try right. to explain math. <laughs> To a sixteen and seventeen year old, so it's just not happening. Fucking speak English, let alone tell me fucking math equations. Hey, homie, you need to go on the other hall to where the English class is, and you need to take a seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year, we're still not going to know none of this math that you're talking about. Yeah, and at then least somebody fucking... could get something out of this if you go sit in on Mister McCaffrey's class. And the crazy <laughs> thing is, dude, they give you like fucking six seven pages of fucking equations to solve for the next day for homework it's like yeah this ain't happening i got legend of zelda ocarina of time going on right now so <laughs> right. go fuck yourself <laughs> right i've got i've got the i've got the cheats in on golden knife so i've got mm -hmm. golden guns and invincibility i can't <laughs> like i've got shit to do fuck out of here Saturday, I'm throwing in the paintball mode and we're gonna make some fucking we're gonna make this game a little colorful anthony what's Hell going yeah. on brother What's up, dude? Sorry about being late and missing it, dude. But I'm You're glad good? I was able to join still. 
You good? Man, dude, you dude. are still in your work clothes. Stop apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I laid down on the couch and I was out cold. And then I was like, oh shit, I missed it. So I was about to throw, I was starting to throw down some fucking beads in my garage. And then I looked, I was like, oh shit. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to still see if I can hop on then. Yeah, dude. Let's go yeah, yeah, so. get started, man. So, so what? Cool. So what? You, you got home from work and then you went and did some more welding in your garage, just like practice welding? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, just practicing like different like angle weld stuff like that. Dope. Dude. That's dedication. Good for you. Yeah, man. It's, dude, I enjoy doing it. So it's fun, man. That's cool and uh but, sorry uh if you're not familiar uh davy wavy red pill cartel podcast in the fucking house and then um anthony anthony i actually ran into him on instagram and then heard him on uh whiskey, whiskey beer and conspiracies and yeah man we've been rocking him out sweet nice Good to nice see to you have. back my man <laughs> so what you guys talking about what's going on uh, what were we other than bad about? English teachers, apparently. Oh yeah, that's math what we were teachers, talking about. Math teachers. We're talking about we our suck uh, at math. Yeah. yeah oh, we're fuck, man. Math illiterate over here. Fuck, dude. I know, dude. Because uh, I'm a I'm an apprentice now at, for uh, in my union, and right now I have class Wednesday nights, dude. And we're doing, you know, fractions, and they're making us do like just to practice. We're adding, subtracting. They're making us find the same. I'm like, holy fuck! I forgot about common denominators and shit like that. What's that? <laughs> exactly, dude. I don't I was talking about how like I was always shit at math in, in high school, and then they started throwing letters and letters in with the numbers. I'm like, yeah, you fucking lost me. I'm trying to grasp the numbers. Now you're throwing letters at me. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, fuck and that anyways. It, it's not even that, Davey. It's after they throw the letters at you. Then they want to start telling you that these motherfuckers are not only imaginary, but irrational. <laughs> when did this become a fucking philosophy class? <laughs> like, when did, when did this become... You're supposed to learn the fucking language of the universe? What do you think I am, God? Why does a high school student need to know about imaginary numbers? Well, it's worse. It's worse now. Okay, now it's now it's pretty bad. And I'll speak for for what I know in California. But when okay, my daughter's homeschooled, right? So she doesn't go to school. But ha if she was in school and they were doing a math problem, right? And let's just say it's like five plus six, right? So five plus six. They want you to show your work. You carry the one over. You get eleven. But if my daughter thinks that five plus six is 12 she's right so you don't even have to get the right answer if you and right. your brain because if you think you're a fucking cat you get a litter box if you think five plus six is racist <laughs> 12 is an acceptable answer what the fuck i'm not even kidding dude I'm not, it's not even a fucking joke, man. Not even a joke. And then they also have no kid left behind. Oh, which, yeah. So you're not allowed to oh, hold yeah. your kid back. Yeah. You can't hold your kid back. So now, and that's kind of what happened to us because, like, my daughter was in, fuck, I think it was, it was either kindergarten or first grade during the first pandemic. So everything was done on a laptop. And, my ass would be sleeping because she's up early. At this time, I wasn't working. Um, and I would like 
wake up and I'm looking at her and she's like drawing random shit on a piece of paper. She has her, her camera pointed down. So the teacher can't even see her fucking face. And I'm just like, dude. And I think that fucked her up. But long story short, like, I don't think she was ready to go into first grade. Like I wanted her, if she's going to go into first, first grade, I want her to go in there confident, prepared. And I don't want her to be that kid that's struggling. Nope, we can't hold her fucking kid back. And I'm like, she needs to be fucking held back, you know, for her own good. Like, I'm not doing this to be an asshole. Keep in but... mind, Kyle, she is in Nazi uh, indoctrination camp. Exactly. Exactly. And we, like I said, we yanked her out. We have, we, we bought a printer. Ashley prints up all of her curriculum. Um, um, a lot of the curriculum does involve, uh, like, the Bible and, and Jesus and what have you. So that's kind of cool. But um, we're actually thinking about because it's hard, dude. It's hard. And I say that I'm not I'm speaking on behalf of of Ashley um, because I really don't. I work and, and I, I, I could probably do more. And I, I know I need to do more and I'll do like little projects with my daughter and what have you. But I tend to do like the fun science projects where we'll like build a crystal or we'll make, you know, we'll make something, something fun, something kind of creative, not necessarily sitting down and doing like actual, actual paperwork and what have you, but it's tough. But long story short, we're looking at possibly putting her into a charter school that is three houses up from my house. It's in a church that they do it. And I, cause I ran into a gal at work. My daughter came in to get me from work. I'm getting all my shit out of the kitchen. I come out and she's having this conversation with this older lady. And the, the lady's like, hey, we take our, my, you know, I put my kids in this school. I heard that your kid is homeschooled, and I want to let you know that this is a really good charter school. It's all free. There's no homework during the week. None. Monday through Thursday, no homework. So they give them a little bit of homework for uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But their belief is that these kids have lives. They have, they have families. So Let's not give them an hour worth of homework when they get home and then wonder why the kid yeah, is wow, coming. Really? Yeah. It's Somebody like thought of that. And I was blown away because we're at the point now, like we're like, dude, we're not putting our kid in no fucking concentration camp. You know, we're not doing yeah. it. Not fucking happening. Um, so now we're like debating, you know, we're, we're checking out the school. And as long as our values align with their values and like, we're not going to be, you know, cause even when she was, we, we, started homeschooling her but it was through the county so all of her work that she was doing the curriculum was still christopher columbus came over and saved the day discovered the americas blah 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 you know um the whole globe shit like i don't agree with it so she would have her her bring her work and i would just fucking write a little note like christopher columbus yeah fuck off you're not lying to my kid i don't believe good, this shit. good for you yeah you, you have a problem call dad that way they know that it's not Ashley. So if Ashley has to talk to them, they're not rude and nasty to her. They can be rude and nasty to me if they want if they want to go down that route. But um, anyhow, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you all posted how this new, if we end up putting her in this like charter school and what have you. But um, it seems like a pretty good, pretty good deal. It's in, again, it's in a church. Um, not saying that that really fucking matters, but I'm hoping that based on what I've heard, all the things I'm hoping those are true things. But yeah, dude, it's, it's fucked, dude. To be a kid nowadays is just not okay. It's yeah. not as far as like the school system goes, like it's just not okay. And it's tough because not all they make it so expensive to where you can't have your spouse not work. You like 
you have to work or you don't pay the bills. So they make it to where the government is raising your fucking kids. And that's the, that's the goal. That's the, that's yeah. the whole, that's the agenda. Yep. Right, Bill. Oh, absolutely, bro. The biggest thing that got me during the whole pandemic was all of the seniors that missed out on, you know, their senior year of sports, all the scholarships they lost, their proms, just like everything that they robbed from these kids, dude. It's just emotional trauma that they're causing at an early, early age. And so that they carry that emotional trauma to when they're adults and it's fucked up, dude. And it's, it's crazy how young they're even starting it now more in the elementary schools. And like you said, dude, it's completely fucked. But I was talking to this construction worker on the site that I'm working at and he was telling me how his son, you know, he didn't get to play. He lost his scholarship for lacrosse and then he had to try out for the team as a walk-on and you know, he's getting treated like shit as a walk-on. So it's just crazy, man. It's a crazy ripple effect. I was having a, a similar discussion the other day with somebody how, um, like a coworker, how they were like, oh, whatever happened to like, because we we're talking about like school reunions. And I said, no, nah, I never went to school reunions. But I did hear like these, you know, quote unquote, popular and famous jocks that we had in the school. And back in high school, they became like fucking alcoholics and wife beaters and drug addicts, man. You know, because they didn't get what they were fucking aiming for, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so true. I know a couple of, like, star football players, I will say, that I went to high school with that I swore these dudes, like, one of these dudes, I was like, this dude is going to be fucking a professional NFL player, like, no doubt in my mind. And then later on down down the road, you end up going to pick up your fucking heroin and you run into the guy. And I'm like, eh. Hey, didn't think I'd see you here. Um, but yeah, dude, fucking crazy. Like some of these kids that that it's almost like they had the best life. Like not the best life, but like they had. I grew up like I guess middle class, lower middle class, and a lot of the people that I that I hung out with were all like high class. Like they had fucking money. Mommy and daddy bought them badass sure. vehicles right when they turned sixteen, and they always had extra money. You know, they had like their parents would give them twenty bucks for lunch at school. And I'm like rocking like three bucks in my pocket. I'm like, should I save this and buy weed <laughs> or chicken nuggets? <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to get some chicken nuggets. Yeah. And I maybe I'll be able to get a cosmic brownie, you know? And, and so it's just crazy to see, like, I don't know. I know that's kind of a little off topic as far as like going to school goes, but it's crazy to see the people that you grew up with that you thought were going to do so well. College was paid for, for these kids. Right. Right. For. Right. All they had to do was make the, you know, initiate it and everything would be taken care of. And these are all the same kids that are fucking nobodies now or they're dead or they're on the streets and they're homeless and whatnot. It's just like, holy fuck, dude. Like, talk about. Like, looking back, like I I rolled, I rolled with the, what, what does my mom call them? Hoodlums, the hoodlums. Uh-huh. I roll with the hoodlums, dude. The kids that sagged their pants, you know, that rode bicycles everywhere because we didn't have fucking vehicles and, you know, would drive over to 7-Eleven with a dollar in our pocket that we earned from mowing the fucking yard. Actually, instead of having someone mow the fucking yard like we were that person, we had to mow the yard. We didn't have a house cleaner. We actually cleaned the house. And I don't know. It's just fucking crazy, dude, to see the the, the outcome of when we were younger and in high school and what have you. My buddy, uh, in grade six, we became good friends in grade six. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name just in case. Right. But, uh, 
he was like the tallest kid in grade six, right? And fucking thick and big boned and not fat, but like a fucking monster, right? And this guy protected me wherever we went, right? Because <laughs> I'm the little guy, right? He ends up going to like, we, we end up in high school and he ends up playing on the football team. I was like, holy fuck, this is exactly what we need for the team, right? Yeah, this guy was fucking, he turned out to be like a fucking monster. And he ended up breaking somebody's collarbone on the field and the ambulance had to come and shit. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I knew I liked you. So crazy, reason. dude. <laughs> and then years later, because we lost contact, right? But we were friends for years, but we lost contact. And I, I heard from another friend that he he got into like uh being addicted to like going to strip joints and strippers and paying strippers and shit mm, and he had a fucking a stripper come over and move in with him she fucking took everything from him i'm like what the fuck dude <clears throat> it's just crazy to hear people's journeys over life man it's wild there's wow dude that's crazy there's so there's this girl that i grew up with and her nickname was barbie she looked like a Barbie and she would like, dude, just like two weeks ago, I found her on Facebook and she is literally stripping, bro, like right down the street from my house. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, you were like born to be a stripper girl. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was your job. And like, I, yeah, pretty fucking wild, man. Pretty wild. She's got a bigger house than I. I mean, I don't even own my own house. I fucking rent a little shack. She's got her own fucking house. Dude. She posts pictures, dude, with black trash bags, dude. And they're full of ones. But there's a, you know how many fucking ones you can probably fit in a trash bag? Like, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Anyhow, just that's fucking wild, dude. This is like a personal story fucking podcast. I love it. So the guy that I was telling you about, the football player, growing up when we were younger before high school, he used to, me and my best friend would be sitting in the basement playing video games and uh, we would always call him over and he was so tall and he was a monster, right? So we used to call him, we used to nickname him Two-Step because he he lived like a 15-minute walk away but we would call him and say, hey dude, you want to come over? He'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? And literally like three minutes later, <laughs> boom, boom, he's there knocking at my door, right? And it's like, what the fuck did you do, man? Take two steps and come over here? <laughs> like, holy fuck, how the fuck did you get here so fast? And then my mom kicked him out one day because he used to belch all the time, like on purpose. And it stuck like fucking onions one day. I'm like, dude, it fucking stinks. And if and my he was belching all like constantly, and my mom was like, get the fuck out of my house if you're gonna keep doing that shit. And she actually kicked him out. So funny, dude. And then, yeah, years later in high school, he broke somebody's collarbone. True story. And, and and then from that, after he got kicked out, he always brought some uh, some Listerine strips or like a like the travel size toothpaste, and would just fuck. No belching. No. no, no. He would keep doing it. <laughs> no fuck given. He would fart all the time, and it smelled like soap. And I was like. Dude, what the fuck? Did you stick a whole fucking Irish Springs bar up your ass? <laughs> Trying to deter. <Wow. laughs> so, so funny, funny. man. 
Dude, that's... fuck the memories that I have, like, of growing up is hilarious, man. You mean you don't keep a bar of soap in your prison wallet? Nope. I can't say that I do. It's too funny, man. Oh, shit. So what's next, guys? Dude, I'll tell you what's next. How the fuck are we going to give $8 billion to Israel and we can't even right? fucking take care of Hawaii? Yeah. What the fuck going on? <laughs> or anywhere else in the U.S. And no one seems to give a fuck. They're about to probably start the draft soon because they're getting ready for World War Three. We just threw some fucking nuke or um some missiles at Syria. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? And people don't seem to give a fuck. It's crazy. Everybody's <clears throat> so lost in their own fucking world, man. The United States government just told us the aliens were real and literally nobody gave a single fuck. Nope. Yeah, that, that was another distraction, but there people were like, because eh, everything whatever. we're just, I just, I don't watch the, I cannot tell you the last time I watched the first 30 seconds of a, of a news clip. Man, I just, I don't Dude. do it. It's no, all fucking bullshit, bro. man. Dude, well, I'm on this job site with a bunch of old heads, dude, and they all watch the news, and that's all they're telling me every day. I'm like, you guys realize that's just propaganda, dude. I'm like, you guys need to wake up. It's yeah. crazy. I'm like, you're a bunch of grown-ass men, and you're, you know, 50s, 60s, and they're all telling me, can you believe this? It's the Holy Land. I'm like, I get it. The shit that's going on, it's terrible, but bro, we got to take care fucking, of Hawaii. Like, it's, it's the fucking, the fucking Holy Land, though, dude. It's fucking, it's they're not- funded by the same people anyways, both sides. Exactly. They need people need to wake up. It's crazy but how blinded people are. The real Israelis are God's people, and that's us. It's not the fucking land. Mm-hmm. The Zionists are the ones pushing to fucking take Israel, right? Or like have Israel as God's land. God's land. That's I was talking to somebody earlier today. I was like, that's idolatry right there. Making Israel God's land. Right, that's bullshit. Yep. Israel is anybody anybody who struggles with God and believes in the Creator. Yeah, I agree. To think that one, to think that one, uh, I'm not going to use the right word. Not one nationality, but I guess maybe nationality, and then one particular area out of everything we got that is God. So what about the rest of us? Yeah, if that's the case, if that which it's not, but if that was the case, what are we? And these Zionists believe in uh, hellfire on the earth, bathing the world in fire, nuclear war, and they believe that they're going to be protected from it because they believe that they're God's people. Fuck you. Yep. Fuck you. Bullshit. You're telling me you're willing to fucking nuke everybody on the earth just because of one plot of land fuck out of here bro yeah but i've been fuck palestine it's all about us it's all about humanity dude yep and i think the same thing like i do agree like i think that like hawaii just just it just didn't happen it just gone i mean they do that a lot it's just gone like it's all good they're fine there they're fine 
Dude, the one of the biggest things that got me is did you see how much land Oprah's gotten now before? So in 2021, she had a hundred acres. In 2023, oh, yeah. it shows how many she how many acres she's bought. Now she has over a thousand acres now in Maui. Trent. It's like yep. what what is she, what are they doing that for? That that's an honest question. Why is she buying up all that land? Is that for like a smart city in Hawaii? Or do you guys have any idea on that? I have uh, one thing kind of crazy that I, I dug into. So Oprah, this, this, this does not have to do with Hawaii, but this will just, hopefully there'll be a correlation here. She has a school in Africa. It's a all women's school in Africa. So I looked into it, right? I'm going to pull it up right here. The Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy for Girls. Actually, I'm going to share my screen real quick so y'all can see this. I can figure out how to do this. Let me try, Let me try this. If not, I'll just read it to you. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I shouldn't hit that. Dude. I think I would have figured this out if I didn't just smoke two little rips off this bowl here. But that's all right. You know, okay. <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Just saying. All right. Yep. Fuck it. Can't figure it out. Oh, there we go. I figured it out it's right there in green. Share screen. Hank. What's happening? Can you can you click on my little thing and allow me to share screen? Nope. Sir. No, fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. There we go. Okay. Boom. Check this out. So, yep. Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy for Girls in South Africa. Let me see if I can find this again. We're going to look for the amount of staff that she currently has at this school. Grades, enrollment, website. Oh, oh look at that. Faculty, 33. Yeah, well, yeah, so 33, but where is the... I saw, I saw, and I, I have a picture of it. I saw 600, there's 666. Oh yeah, they fucking changed this shit. This was six. This was six six six. The faculty was six six six, like about a month ago. Anyhow, six hundred sixty six staff infections. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh wow, that's funny. Because not funny, but then you tie in like Bill and Melinda Gates going down there, and then the whole. We kind of chatted about this before, but. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates being fucking already offed, and what you're seeing is not them. I don't know. I yeah. kind of, I don't know. I tend to. I think my brain wants to believe it. I want to believe Hillary's toast. I want to believe you know Joe Biden's toast. If they in fact were found guilty, which we all know. I mean, I think they're guilty, but you know, hopefully there was a a, a fair trial there. And if that's the case, like, that would be fucking amazing. But right now, it's just so hard. to. It's so, like, I feel like no one really knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You think we're all being fucking duped in some way, even though we're truth seekers? I do. I do. I, te- I, I, I think that every once in a while, yeah, I try not to keep that in the back of my head, like, at, at all times. But it does pop up. I just feel like right now in my point of life and point in life is that 
I just want to fucking enjoy my life, man. Because a lot of people that are truth seekers and podcasters, I don't necessarily think they're really enjoying their life. They're not getting out. They're not fucking doing anything except for this, right? So yep. that's why it was very important for me to do what I did last night and get out there and meet these fucking bands and watch my friend's band play live and, you know, put them up on a pedestal because who else is really, you know, like we're all, we're all like fucking looking at these higher up artists as like, well, not me, but the public is looking at all these artists as if they're fucking gods. And it's like, my friend's band is struggling out there trying to do what they do. Right. And that's why I want to get more independent artists on my show to try and get them up to a certain degree where they can live comfortably doing what they do. Right. Instead of like giving Taylor Swift another fucking $8 billion or whatever for one fucking show. Right. Because she doesn't deserve it. She's not that good. You know. But my friend's band is really fucking good. So why can't they make that fucking amount of money? And they're working with they're working with their natural talent and lemons, so to speak. Lemons Mm -hmm. being like probably not a whole lot of money. They can't, you know, maybe they can. I don't know their financial situation, but I would assume working fucking nine to five and still having to fucking go to go to rehearsal, write songs. They they're amazing. And why can't they get a fucking cut of the cheddar? You know? And that's the problem, like, the, the, I, I like, like, on Instagram, dude, um, dude, folks, um, I follow a lot of, like, independent, like, they're, they're good, and they're, they're probably more popular than, than other people, because, you know, the amount of followers they have and whatnot on Instagram, but they, they're not with a label, they're, they haven't signed their soul over yet. Right. To my knowledge. But you have a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people speak out about that. Like all the people that, like you, uh, what is his name, uh, Takashi Six Nine. Like he, I, I've seen something. I don't know how old it was, but he's talking like these people that you see on TV. They didn't just like randomly get there because they had like a really good voice and they got picked up. Like they signed their soul over. Like they actually yeah, went and, in. And, be- and because of the fact that he said that, do you see him around anymore? No, no, and that he was, right. he was the talk of the town. You are not the, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying. He was all over, like, oh, he snitched. There's a court case. Blah 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 blah. Skittles blah, blah. for teeth. Yeah. Yep. And now he's just, just gone. And who knows? I used to hate on him, him, but like, if me too, I used to hate on him, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I appreciate anybody that speaks out against all of this fucking bullshit. Because this is what has to happen. This system needs to go down in order for our system to come back up. What do you guys think and, about? Or uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, David. You're good. No, I was talking to um, when I was talking to you about uh, Ruben earlier from uh, Starbeast. I told him he's like, "So, what's your podcast? What do you talk about on there?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, paranormal stuff, uh, fringe stuff. You know, like paranormal politics." Uh, aliens all that shit and i get independent artists on right and then uh he was like you know and i I told him like the last episode that i had exploded it was about like not paying taxes and shit and he kind of just like put his head up and he's kind of started laughing he's like you know what without a system we wouldn't have anything i said yeah but 
system is fucking corrupt, man. You know? Maybe you'll be able to talk some... I'm not saying, like, the guy doesn't... is not, like, aware, but it seems like he's kind of not been told yeah, the he's truth. he's kind of like... He, he, he really... He appreciated... Because we hung out fucking all night, right? But uh, it's like... Yeah, he... We had a good little camaraderie going, but when I said that, he kind of he was kind of like, "That's yeah, just life," you know. And I'm like, "Yeah, but there's more to life than paying taxes to your government." And yep, you know, by it, educating yourself, wild. you can make your life a little bit more enjoyable. Exactly, but he's doing what he's doing because he's a really good musician. He's a great fucking singer, and uh, he's loving life so i think that's what really matters honestly is just enjoy the life that you have because they've stolen so much from us you know they really have what what are your what are your thoughts there anthony my boy uh, i mean definitely 100 like if you want i mean if you want to be in the mainstream and you want to be a mainstream artist yeah essentially it looks like you got to sell your soul 100 um I the whole system corrupt and things it one hundred percent can we fix it? I have no fucking idea. It seems like everybody at the top is. I I've said it before. I think when we've had our conversations, but I really believe the best place to do it is just start locally. Start growing your own food. Start running for mayor. Start making changes at a small local level. Start you know doing you know run for school board things like that. That's how we make a change. And then we can slowly grow from the bottom up. But I think ultimately that's the best way to make a change if we want to see it happen. We all got to start I, locally. Yeah. And I asked Ruben too. I said, I said, I believe in a creator, but I, I believe it's separate from all religion. And he's like, I respect that comment. And he said, I, I was raised religious and I got out of it and then they started a band and this and that, right? And I'm like, that seems to be what the main theme of all these artists do is they break free from religion and then they start their own fucking band. But then they get caught in the web of selling their soul to a yep. fucking music label or whatever, right? So it's, it seems to be a common theme. Yeah, and I, I think, think I think the solution is believing a creator separate from any fucking religion. And then making our own society out of that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know it does. I, I It does. And I think, again, I think the Bible, obviously, we, we all know this, the Bible and religion are completely two different things. So noticing that a lot of these people, because I, I think a lot of people, too, like, I think it would be interesting to do a survey at like a high school. Um, I feel like the high school level, like you're, you're, you know, and you know some, but you don't know, like, obviously you don't know at all. We think we knew it all, but I, I feel like that would be a good, like age range group to do like a study on, like, what do you believe in and see what that looks like? Like some are going to be, you know, Christian, Mormon, atheist, agnostic, other and it's crazy to see later on down the line where that takes them so if they were if they grew up like in this household where they went to church every single sunday 
or if you went to church like two to three times a week, but you weren't allowed to do this, you weren't allowed to do that, you're going to participate in this religious, you know, uh, thing, whether that be like, you know, doing, what is it, Lent, where you're watching what you're eating, you're not eating certain things. Because I think a lot of parents push this so hard on their children instead of like giving them a, the tools to figure it out for themselves. I'm not saying like sure. not, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not saying like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's good to let your, if you force it on somebody, if you force anything on anybody, like it usually doesn't end up well. If you're going to sit down and like, that's try what to, starts wars. Yes. And that's something like, to think of an Esau, right? It's like in the Bible, the Bible has a lot of truth in it, but I don't believe it's the be all end all of what we're supposed to be fucking doing. Yep. You know? We, uh, yeah, we were chatting about that the other day about the Bible with uh, Hank and Anthony and myself, <laughs> and uh, that was a good one. Hank's laughing. He, well, he did. Dude, he... Hank, I got a question for you, bro. Oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So I, I read it this morning. I was talking about it with one of my coworkers, too, at lunch. Okay. So in uh, Peter 2, uh, he says, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to chain or yeah, committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. If wait, did I miss? Oh wait, hold on. I wait into the judgment. Did not Are you in first Peter. Oh wait. Yeah. Hold on. My bad. I, I skipped a line. So if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them into chains, uh, chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. Does that mean that? Because like when Hang on, are you were, in? Are you in First Peter? Uh, dude, I, I took. I think I was in First Peter. It might have been. What would you say the verse was? Uh, <laughs> for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell. I'm digging this. Let's go. So my thing is, if when he's saying that. I'm trying is, to find it real quick because, man, I, my Bible's downstairs. I'd go grab it because I probably have it bookmarked where I was. That's dope. This so while while Hank's what's checking that out, yeah. What's your message? So, so my big question for me reading that is, when they're saying that, does that mean that? earth is hell then because i've always said that like i believe we're in a realm and it's the lowest level of heaven highest level of hell i heard sam Tripoli say that and i was like that's the best ex like explanation it for really, it i always thought that yeah it's a very good uh uh analogy for sure and real so quick my, sorry anthony you gotta yeah. check out sorry real quick but um uh, i forgot the episode maybe davy wave will remember but he was uh he was on sam Tripoli's show so you oh, go back. no way. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. You gotta go back and out. check that out. Shout out. It's, it's, a Patreon, it's a Patreon episode, though. It's paid only, yeah. It'll be Am worth I, it. I wonder if it's on his Rockfin. Because I pay for Rockfin. It is, it is, yeah. Oh, okay, then I'll find it on there. It's on his Conspiracies Only show, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to give a shout out. You know, give credit where credit's due. No, that's awesome, dude. That's way, bitch. I'm definitely gonna listen to that when I'm at work. I, that's all I fucking listen to for the most part is Broken Sim and Tinfoil Hat, dog. I, I, I really love uh, Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, 100%, dude. And dude, I, it's so fucking funny. Like, 
sometimes I'm like, Callum can't be serious. I'm like, he's got to be playing. Like, there's no way. And, and fucking Sam's is like trashing him every. He's like, why are you ringing the bell? Why are you ringing the bell? I was right <laughs> all the fucking time. So fucking hilarious. So good. <laughs> Let me see. Anyhow, my bad. Okay, so we're in Second Peter two. The verse specifically in question is uh, chapter two, verse four. Yes. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved into judgment. Now, what's going on here is Peter is is talking to um some people <laughs> some, I don't know. um talking to us yeah he's talking to somebody though but he's talking about talking how the bible talks to us all the time basically what he's trying to say is in around this cuz cuz a lot of what a lot of what you got to understand is when you read a verse in the Bible is you need to back up and figure out where that chain of thought for that particular verse started. And, and the time, and then, and then you need to read further down the line and figure out what the entirety of what's going on. So I can take any verse and apply it to anything and make it sound good. But in order to really understand what's going on, you gotta you gotta have some context clues. So he's making the point that God said you're gonna you're gonna do what I said, or there's gonna be some consequences. And he's letting us know that. The angels that sinned weren't weren't spared from God's (laughs) wrath. So to answer your question specifically about the hell thing, and you're not going to like this answer, Anthony, because I don't really like this answer, but because we live in the year 2023 and to the best of the common man's ability, the best we can do as far as scriptural accuracy is a King James version Bible, which we know is flawed. But the only reason I say it's the most accurately usable is because the, the, the flaws are so specifically documented. We know exactly what's wrong with this book and how to correct it. Right. So what you are running into here is a good old case of English fuckery. The word that we see as hell might not what have been in the original tongue. So what you've got to do is first you've got to figure out what the original language that the book of Second Peter was written as. And if you can't do that, you need to go back into either Greek or Hebrew translations of second peter and see what the word that they use in either greek or hebrew 
what that word was. Once you figure out what that word was, you can go for a more accurate translation because we know that not every time a word is said in, in a King James Version Bible is what it actually means. And wow. so this very well could be one of those instances where we on the receiving end are given hell, but on the giving end, it might be a word that has no translation for us. And so they just use their best judgment. You know, they estimated that this is hell, but it very well could mean it could be a word that means the earth, but described in such a poor fashion that we today would call that hell. Does that make that hell? I can't say for certain. I would lean no. This to me, what what my gut feeling is, is this is a translational issue. If the word, however, is meant to be hell, the same hell that is the opposite of heaven, then we are left with no other option than to follow the train of logic here, which is Lucifer and a third of heaven's host rebelled against God and was cast down. And we know that they landed on what we call the earth. We know that Lucifer was given dominion over this world because he tried to give it back to Jesus. As long as Jesus bent the old knee. And Jesus said, you ain't, you ain't playing that shit with me, bro. They said, this really ain't yours. We just call it yours. Like, like this house is mine. I've got the key to it. But at the end of the day, Harshman's rental properties owns this house. You know what I'm saying? So like this earth is Lucifer's. But at the end of the day, when God comes calling and Jesus comes back, <laughs> it we gonna, it's really Jesus's house. You know what I'm saying? So could... Could this really be hell? Yeah. Could this also be a, a, a simple translational issue? I think that's the more likely case. And this is the word Gehenna, which means below, right? So it's we're not necessarily in eternal hellfire. We're in the fucking learning stages of how we should be living in order to ascend to the next level. Well, it's a lot, man. It's a lot to take in and like, nobody's ever going to fucking figure it out. Give me just a second. Comes back and and is like, okay, guys, you believed in me. So come, come up here with me. You're ascended to the next level. And the fucking assholes that didn't believe in me, you're going to be stuck down here and it's going to be judged in fire. So, that's okay. That's that's interesting. And Hank, you interrupt me whenever, whenever you are done doing what you, what you're doing. But before I picked up the Bible, actually, I think it might have been after I picked up the Bible. Um, my fiance's brother and and parents, they are or the dad at least, they're pretty. Like they know a lot about the bible or what they were taught i'm not going to say they know i'm just saying they're they're they, they seem pretty pretty educated in what they have been taught and told but i was asking like what if like the 
someone were to pick up a Bible but couldn't read it. And that's all they were given. So if it was like somebody, like let's say someone in, in I don't know, let's, I'm just going to say Mexico. Someone in Mexico that speaks no English, cannot read, write, nothing English. And the only, and, and that person's parents and family and everyone they're surrounded by are atheists. They're all atheists. And then all of a sudden, she comes across a Bible and she can't read the Bible. It's like right in front of her face, right? But she can't read it. She can't interpret it. She can't understand it. One of the things that was told to me, I forgot exactly which family member, but it was almost like God will translate it for this person. And I've always kind of been curious as to like what if what they're that... fucking deaf and blind? Right. And that's what I just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like it does, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't I didn't really have nothing hard hitting with that with that one, but it was a little It feels like to me it's it's like do we ascend to heaven because of the fucking knowledge that we receive? No. We ascend to heaven because we're a fucking human being and we're created by a creator. And if we choose to do good or evil, that's on you. So you're choosing to, if you're choosing to be if you're choosing to do good, but you still sin like a motherfucker. Like you still look at stuff that you shouldn't be looking at or whatever, but you're still trying to like, you're wrestling with God. That means you're Israel, right? You're wrestling with God. Does that make you go to heaven or does that make you go to hell? Is it that complicated? I don't Should believe it, be it is. Should it be that complicated? I don't think so. I think it's like, <laughs> if you're a good person, but you still have innate fucking evil within your your flesh, and you're not doing very heinous acts, but you're still doing more good than evil, I think you're good to go. Will I hate I, to bust your bubble, I, man? I t- I tend to I tend but to agree with that. I, I'm gonna push back on this because <laughs> how can you I'm be look- perfect? I'm well. I'm looking at this right here, and and if you want to go back to the book of Leviticus, and Levi- the book of Leviticus is Old Testament true, yep. but but that doesn't make it any less, um, it doesn't make what was said in the Old Testament any less. God damn, shut stop that shit! <laughs> Fucking cat losing her mind in the litter box. <laughs> But um, just because it's the Old Testament doesn't doesn't uh void what what's being said. Chapter nineteen of the book of Leviticus is pretty sobering if you read it from, and it's way too much for me to read the whole chapter. But it's a pretty sobering chapter if I've ever seen one, because it's a bunch of what you should not do and what you should do. And when you look at the things that you're not supposed to do, we do every single one of them. And when and when you look at things that you are supposed to do, we don't do hardly anything. Like, like not wear mixed fibers and shit like that. <clears throat> like, let me know what this. Well, let me know what y'all think about this. 
you shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shalt thou mar the corners of thy beards. What do you think that means? I know that's a little weird wording. Well, don't shave. Don't round your head. That's why I got a beard. Look at yeah, that. but don't don't round the corners of your head, nor mar the corners of your beard. So it kind of sounds to me like you're not supposed to cut your hair or your beard. Well, I'm and think about this. What was <laughs> Solomon? What, what, where was the sort? Well, what was the physical um expression of Solomon's strength or Samson? Excuse me, Samson's strength on oh, his hair. And what happened when the 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 well, old bitch he was betting cut his hair off? Lost his strength. We got. Yeah. You know how many people tell me to shave and I don't? I got that one. <laughs> this is oh, it, yeah. it's it's this verse right here, the reason that I'm even in Leviticus 19 that is really there's two verses. And and the first one's it, we're still in uh Leviticus 19, it's verse 26. You shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall you use enchantment sorcery nor observe times astrology mm-hmm. now pair that with you follow you fall down a few more verses to verse 31 regard not them that have familiar spirits neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them i am the lord your god Gentlemen, what we were just told right there pushes back on a solid chunk of this podcasting world. But is people it- who claim to receive messages, to have spirit guides, who can use astral charts, who do anything. In that world. There it is. There it is. I am the Lord your God. He said don't do it. Kicker. When you confront people that do that. Their their most. Common response is. I get this from God. How do we know if they do or don't? Right here, it tells you that that's not what you're doing. Because God don't play that game. But what if we, you know, what are we supposed to like not tap into our innate abilities or anything? I don't know. So, so did you have, David, did you happen to listen to the rant that I went on the last time (laughs) me, Kyle, and Anthony were together? I loved it, dude. I loved it. I don't think so. Basically, in a nutshell, without rehashing that whole rant again, in a nutshell, we as humans are in the same position that Adam and Eve were right before they took the 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 forbidden fruit. <laughs> okay. Just because we know that there is knowledge that we can obtain does not mean that we should. Because we have been told by God that the information that we so just we just gotta have it that we'll 
we will f- we will interact with with dark entities to obtain this knowledge that that we will do this Bef- but but god said all we got to do is wait until we check out of our mortal body and then it'll all become known to us so you know it's funny that you say that because there is nothing we could gain on this I have a earth. friend <clears throat> I have a friend who took me out to coffee and dessert and he tried to tell me the way that you think I could have you initiated into Freemasonry within three months where it usually takes years. And I refused. I said, I'd rather have God show me the information I need. Nice. That's that's the attitude to have, man. Because if I have a guest on my podcast who is like a psychic medium or whatever, I will humor them just for the show. But I don't necessarily believe everything that they have to say. And 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 I will say that I, for one, don't judge anybody on what they do. <clears throat> I'm no. nobody to tell anybody no, anything. Exactly. Yeah. I, I believe what I believe. I, was I love asked everybody for my just the same, whether they claim to be a fucking psychic medium or, you know, top notch musician, whatever. I love everybody just the same. Um, God will tell me where to go without having to, you know, pay uh, somebody for a psychic reading i always refuse them i'm like no i'm I'm good you know i'm good where i'm at you know yep my thing is just my thing is at the end of the day we're we're clearly told not to do it don't yeah. mess with it it's like ouija boards dude don't fuck with ouija boards it's the same thing same fucking thing. If you're going to pay a psychic medium, quote unquote, to give you a reading on your life, it's like, no, I know where I'm at and I'm good with it because I know God's with me. So I don't need a psychic reading in order to go a different direction in my life. And how do those psychic reading places even stay open? You know, they're always in the shadiest spots in cities. And I'm like, <laughs> I know oh, their rents up the yang. I never see people going in. I'm like, that's got to be a front. Mm-hmm. Either that or she charges up the yang. I did Greetings in neon, right? Oh, no. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Because now that I think about it, like, I see these little, it's always got, like, the hand and there's, yep. like, foo-foo shit. Like LED lights or or, or oh, always yes, and they're like next to the weirdest, oddest. They're not like oh. on like a main strip with all these nice shops. It's always like the shit. No, they're like the shadiest fucking areas. Always. Yes, dude. I never even put two and two together, dude. That's hilarious. I'm always like, how do they stay open when I see them? Like, who goes there? That is incredible, dude. I want to. I have, a, I have a really good friend who actually did the intro for my podcast. His mother, rest in peace, was a psychic medium, and he is so opposed to anything related to God or 
psychic mediums, spirituality, paranormal. He's so against everything. And I said, you got to open your mind a little bit, have a little bit more discernment. Yeah. Because just because your mom was that doesn't mean that you can't believe in a creator. You know what I mean? I, okay, so Hank, Hank was just saying that pretty much like God is like, no, this is my house. And so, and, and obviously uh, both YouTube gentlemen as well, like, you know, chimed in and, and like, you know, Ouija boards and looking into psychic mediums and, and this and that. But like, for me to be completely honest, like, I believe in that. I do believe that certain people have these gifts. And if you're not supposed, if you listen to them, though, are you committing a sin? Is it different if they like reach out to you and it's like, hey, I'm going to give you some advice and it might, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what that looks like. It if might you save acknowledge your life. it and you, and you, or is it different if you're seeking it out though? Like if you're like, hey, like I have no faith in God, like I'm just going to go, you know, talk to a, I've spoken to a this psychic is, at a fair. This is where we need Vicky. Yeah, I was going to say. I was just yeah, going to say. I love her to death, man. Well, see, me, if you're asking me part specifically, I think that... I just don't think that God is going to give anybody this natural ability to interact with something he told us not to. So are you if if the X-Men came about and everybody tapped into their mutant abilities, would you be against them? Well, of all course. the X-Men are the Nephilim, dog. That's what all these superhero <laughs> movies are all about. It's all about the Nephilim, dude. Well, I have a giant white cock, so does that make me an X-Men? <laughs> Prove it. I have a special ability, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, dude. I think I cracked that joke one time before, but yeah, dude, it's like the biggest, the biggest penis on record is from a white person, apparently. Really? It's not all about black horse cock. Sorry, I'm turning this into something we shouldn't be talking about. It's okay. Hey, (laughs) no agenda, baby. Let's go. I don't know what I just did, though. I, I was like, no, like I was thinking like this is like an end. No. And then I did, I don't know, some fucking gang signs. I'm gonna have to edit that out. I'm not trying to die. No, dude, you know, you know me. I always make it fucking. I always turn it on a dime, right? But yeah, dude, like, it's just wild, man. Like, the fact that we're discussing what we're discussing without being religious, I think, is a. a I think it's a very um, evolutionary point of consciousness you know to to take to take what we know about the bible and all the other holy books for that matter and discuss it without being judgmental i think that's what's uh that's what should be on the table for a lot of people well so i was gonna sorry i'm sorry to interrupt i have to say this real quick but i was gonna say like after doing that and like this is uh, I think what was it like not last Saturday, but a couple Saturdays ago, uh, myself, 
Hank and, and Anthony gathered and we were chatting and whatnot. And um, that's what Hank was talking about. Like he, Anthony had a question and, and, and Hank answered it the best of his abilities. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, this should be a dope. I think this would be really cool because I don't know a lot about the Bible. Like I, I've read it. I haven't read it front to back. Um, I know I, what it means and I know what it doesn't mean. So I could take that and make yep. a discussion out of it. And I haven't, and I, I still haven't even gotten that far into it. For me, um, I'm digging just hearing the questions and the answers and everything. I think we should, I think this would be a dope fucking, uh, a dope show for all of us, like to do like a, maybe go over like a Bible verse or something. Or a couple Bible ver- yeah, because, verses. Dude, I can tell when somebody reads the Bible, I can tell whether they're being dogmatic and taking it literally or not. Because I've been in the state of dogma while reading the Bible and treating other people dogmatically and judgmentally and then separating myself from it. And then being able to look at what people are saying about the Bible and, and, and be like, yeah, you're being judgmental on your humans. Yep. And I think I think this would be fucking I think this would be an awesome at least like monthly or whatever whatever y'all schedule on, but I think all four of you guys and it could be fucking swap acid. I think that'd be dope. I think that's a good idea to have cuz there's there's you know, we have a couple different mindsets here as far as are you guys able to hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. My my camera shut off. But I think this would be fucking awesome, dude. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, then at the end of the day, the best that I can do is with with anything related to the scripture is to take the question and go to the scripture itself, and just like I did earlier, read read around the verse, figure out what's going on to the best of my abilities, and then say, "Hey, this is what I got from this." this and, and then lay it out and then we can go from there um yeah like like you were saying davy there's no sense in having a, a a discussion about it when all we want to do all of us just want to know the truth exactly yeah and it's really only the people that don't know what they believe or don't know why they believe what they believe that have a problem with these discussions Right. A heart filled with hate will revile the truth. And that's and what you see when you when you when you bring up God and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's several people hate. that listen to the to us that are oh the Hank's talking about God again. Let me walk away yeah. for an it's hour. Like, I'll come back. Why and shouldn't be I be talking able to about talk it? About God, you know? Well, I mean, like, when you, and it, you you know, this started on a on a specific question about a specific verse regarding fallen angels in heaven and it's led right, right, me right. through several parts of this bible just in the last excuse me 20 minutes i've been everything, from leviticus to revelation bible, in my opinion is beautiful well what i've just noticed just sitting here is just how many different times in this scripture that we're told to stay away from the spiritual world mm-hmm like it's it's really kind of dude let me tell you back back like 15 years ago my gamer tag on xbox 360 was 
spirit logic. And people are like, what the fuck does that mean, spirit logic? I'm like, because the spiritual world is much more logical to me than the fucking realm that I'm living in. I just think we as humans get caught up in this, oh, there's a spiritual world, and oh, I can go play in it. And this is so fun. And there's so many things out there that I can learn and I can do. And we're told in the scripture that, that the, 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 the most we're told that the best thing we can do is to keep God's commandments, to love him is to keep his commandments and treat other people as a sum up all the commandments. You listen to this and tell me what you want to do with it. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will right. be I will be his God and he shall be my son. But the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable, and the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now you tell me whether that that's a, that, that that's a lot of fucking people, Hank. If that, if that, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of people that, that touches a lot of different parts of life. That's a lot of people throughout the eons. I just, we keep asking these questions like, well, well, if I don't, if I don't play with it back, you know, it's not enough to just, if you are honestly out of the blue receiving contact we are told, no, it is not good enough to simply ignore it. You are to educate yourself in what is happening and then arm yourself with scripture because this is the whole armor of God. And then you are supposed to fight it back, refute it, get it, get thee from me. Like we are not to entertain it at all. And allowing it to remain, in, even if you're not interacting with it, is still making a choice to allow it to remain. But then you gotta, like, I, I've been there too, right? So, what you gotta think of as well as the people who don't, who cannot comprehend what we're talking about, such as people with Down syndrome or mm. people who can't speak. People who people who can't hear, people who are in wheelchairs, they're totally immobile. What do they have to offer within regards to what we're talking about right now? They have nothing. They're completely fucking innocent. It, are are we supposed to judge them too? No, we're not judges. And well, it, God it, is the only judge, right? So, like, yeah, it's not. Why are we us. supposed to? Why are we supposed to have so much knowledge when we're not? like them but we're gonna make it to heaven we you know that's that's a that's a crazy thing to think about thankfully i serve a very loving and 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 forgiving god who doesn't judge everybody the same we're told that there are several different groups of people throughout life that are gonna get a pass children get a pass um, Does it say that in the Bible, though? It does. We're told several times that that the children will be with God. 
Like they are. What about the people that are? What about the people though? This is me being the skeptical. No, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to skeptical side, right? Saying like, I'm trying to offer legitimate. I agree with you. I'm trying to offer legitimate scriptural. Like, what about people who are like retarded or? Why would they be judged? Why would they be judged to something that they can't comprehend? Right. So why would we have to have so much knowledge in order to get to heaven? we as in like me and you and Anthony and Kyle, we need knowledge because we are able to comprehend a certain level of information. We're, we're able, able to comprehend treat, that we are balls deep in a spiritual war. And, and because we acknowledge that we're in this spiritual war, we need to know what the scripture says. Not only do we need to know what scripture says, we need to know what the enemy says. And so you've got to go digging through other literatures. You've got to constantly stay on the defensive, but ready to attack. What about people that can't do that? Well, then they are, they're good, man. Okay. God's not a dick, bro. He's not going to judge. No, I'm saying like, why is it that like, we have to feel that we have to obtain more knowledge in order to like, get to heaven you because know? we've had these fallen angels throughout our entire existence as humanity tell us that there's knowledge there that god keeps from us because he just doesn't want us to have it when instead god doesn't want us to kill ourselves with the intake of knowledge that's a- available like i was you know telling anthony and kyle the last time we were on this if we were to truly absorb the entirety of knowledge that is available through these evil mechanics it would either drive us mentally insane right or our bodies would pretty much just like demolecular lies like it would just kill us instantly it's the same reason why god tells us that he will never allow man to see his face or hear his voice because it would kill us if, then, if God were to speak, it would rip the world apart. Like that's not God's deal. Is he? Yeah, he does then, things to protect it us. Says, it also says his God's people, my people, will perish for lack of knowledge. What about the retarded people? Right? They're not. You're you're putting everybody. You're putting all your chips on black and rolling that roulette wheel. That's not how this works, <laughs> though, my friend. I'm telling you, I'm just, if, I'm just if, asking questions, that's all. And I'm and I'm just giving you giving you what I know to be true. Like the God that I worship does not judge Jimmy the crayon eating moron the same as he's gonna judge me. Right. <laughs> like that's not the way my God gets down. My God, he will understands. judge accordingly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. that makes sense. That's that why sense. it doesn't matter if you were witness to every heinous act that that Ted Bundy did at the end of the day when Ted Bundy died no human could ever sit there and say for certain he's going to hell because you cannot determine what's going to happen at the moment of judgment when that when Ted Bundy stands before God the the thief on the cross that admitted that Jesus was the way never paid a cent at communion, never tithed. He wasn't baptized. He never took the offering of Christ. He never spread the gospel. He never lived any of the way that we were told to live. But 
Jesus looked at him and said, homie, you're coming with me. Oh. You cannot determine God's grace, my man. Only that's, God that's, can can understand what his rationale is. I like we it. just have to understand that we're told what to do and what not to do. That's a hard one to accept there. I, I And I get where you're coming from. That's a hard one. I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying that's a hard one to accept. But, it's but a here's really what's good, even it's harder a gr- to it's accept, It's a great Jeff. example. You're not supposed to understand it. Like, not everything in that world. You ever see see Big Trouble in Little China? Was that on Pornhub or what was that on? (laughs) No, Big Big Trouble in Little China. It's uh, John Carpenter from like 1986. (laughs) Uh, Kurt Russell's like, I don't get it. And uh, the guy was like, You were not here to get it, Mr. Burton. Yeah, you're not. I mean, we're told that we're not to rely on our own understanding. Yeah. We're, we're not to put all of our chips on the fact that we have to have all of the answers in order to move up to some level of ascension or enlightenment or nirvana. What we're told is that if we live a certain way and if we wake up each morning and we check up, check off some boxes as we make it through the day, And as long as those boxes are what God put out in front of us, then when we check out of this meat suit, we'll be with him. So if I don't wear wear mixed fibers and I don't make my uh, wife uh, on her period sit on the couch. No, sir. That's a common misconception. (laughs) Well, that's what he said. Well, that, that was also a specific set of laws for a specific time. Sure. In the in the Old Testament, there are two sets of laws given. You just have to really understand that there's not only one law of the Old Testament. Do you remember when Jesus said that I didn't? He said I didn't come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Right. You got to understand what law he was talking about. In the Old Testament, there is a spiritual law, which was. Part of that was the Ten Commandments, but there are several other commandments that we were supposed to keep from the Old Testament. The stoning of your wife, the mixing of the fibers, that was a very physical law for what had to go down at that time. God didn't have Jesus on the earth. God, first he dealt with the patriarchs of your family. That's why cats like Moses and Abraham were so important because they were the heads of the family, the patriarch. That's who God talked to. And then God moved into prophets. And then we got Jesus. And the entire Old Testament leads up to the arrival of Jesus. But there's a lot of groundwork laid. You've got, to, you've got to be able to read through there and understand that some of what is being said is per- time period specific, but there are an overall set of laws from the Old Testament that Jesus came back and fulfilled. Nothing, the New Testament did not disqualify what was 
taught as law in the Old Testament. It's just certain things were no longer necessary because Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. There was no more need to do these ritualistic killings of animals to sacrifice blood to God because his own son did it. Should we be eating pork or not? No. And it's not. And and once again, you know, Kyle, you've heard me say this a couple of times. Anthony, you heard me say this last time. It's not because God doesn't want you chowing down on a bright, enjoying some sausage, getting some nice pepperonis. You know what I'm saying? Don't want us eating bacon. It's not like God hates bacon. It's God understands how fucking nasty pork is. Or how nasty it was back then before we. No, no, go get you a pack of pork chops from your grocery (laughs) store, set them on your counter for 30 minutes, then go pour a Coca Cola on them pork chops. And you tell me if you want to eat that. The worms coming out of it. So, why does God not want us eating pork? Probably because it's riddled with parasites. Yeah. And that's another thing, dude. Like, just trying to tell my buddy at work the other day, like, how, like, we need to start doing, like, parasite cleanse. Yes. You know, you you've you've brought up the the mixing of fibers a couple of different times tonight. Do you know why we're not supposed to mix fibers? I know it's about the vibration in our yes, yeah. Wait, polyester, like polyester. Your draws that you probably got hugging your nutsack right now that are polyester (laughs) work as natural contraceptives. Yep, you're literally sterilizing yourself through your draws. That's it's it's not because God ain't want us looking fresh. It's not because God ain't want us having drip, having our <laughs> our 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 fit on fleek. Yeah, you know I mean, it's My because he knew that we're fucking. Was up. I agree. I agree. I was just asking questions, man. It's, and you it's brought because he you brought knew the fire. We're fucking yeah. ignorant, and we were gonna go yeah. for the easiest route possible. And the easiest <laughs> route possible, nine times out of ten, is detrimental to our health. Yeah, that, that's that's literally the entirety of the Bible. Is hey, don't do this. It's bad for you. So there's a there's a gal at work, right? That I work with, super sweet girl. She's, uh, I think she's like 22, I think 21, 22. When I first started my job, I'd always see her and she'd always have a mask on. No one else had a mask on. Oh my God. I got one of those too. And she's so uh, beautiful. This, this is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. She no longer wears a mask. It's literally been a year. And I... You know, we chat. She always orders food, her burger, but with no bacon. So I asked, and I said, do you just not like bacon, or does it have to do with your religion? She goes, religion. And she was explaining the same thing to me. Like, we don't eat bottom feeders. So pork, technically, not not a bottom feeder in the sense that it's under the water, right? It's, you know, but they eat. My mom has pigs. My mom has pigs. Okay, so I I do know this. Um, I have cleaned. I clean currently cat boxes, the bunny cages, uh, the horse corral, all the horse shit, dog shit, you name it, I clean it up. Goat shit, I clean it up. Not even going to lie, I fucking love bacon, dude. Not going to lie to you. Pork belly, I make a mean 
fucking pork belly, bro. Not even going to lie. Not even going to lie. But the worst cleaning I've ever done in my life was in the pig pens. My mom's like, why don't you put a mask on? I'm like, mom, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Under any circumstance, I'm not putting a fucking mask on per principle. Not doing it. Did you know that the scripture also tells you not to eat of an animal that died of itself? Like if you were sitting in the woods and you seen this big old freak nasty buck walk out, he's got like 35 antlers on each side and he just is walking and he just looks and he just drops over dead. You're not supposed to go get that fucking deer and take it home and eat it. Yep. I've heard that. Because there's something wrong with the deer. I've seen like, videos, dude, of de- of a deer. This dude was hunting, and this deer just doing circles. Yeah, they get they get diseases that kill their uh, nervous parasites. System. Yeah, parasites. Yeah, yeah. But, but I've also, but no, I've heard the same thing. I think roadkill is different because it didn't just die on its own. It walked in front of the road. Yes, and I've never eaten nine times kill. out of ten. What's gonna be on the road that that got killed? Some sort of varmint. True. About what, var- what exactly? That's true. Exactly. And That's then true. and you're talking about bottom feeders. It's catfish, catfish. scrimps, mud bugs, my crawdads that I love so much, lobster, lobster, crab. Yep. Most of your most of the animals that you don't think of, if it if it eats dead shit, you're not supposed to eat it. Right. And it probably and, doesn't it probably probably doesn't benefit your 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 person your soul your entity your meat it, suit, it, whatever it, it's nothing it's it, it's nothing beneficial that's what i think that's what i honestly wish dude like would... i think satan has this fucking locked in so much that like how the fuck are we supposed to supposed to avoid everything that true god doesn't, god tells us not to to do right like you, it's you, so fucking crazy that's why we need a fucking savior dude you can't you can't avoid everything davy but the reason why you have to be knowledgeable about what's in the scripture is because the scripture gives you every little thing if there's let's just say there's 300 boxes you could check in a day of things to avoid and every time you avoid it you get to check a box the the goal of living a godly life like Christ isn't to make it through 365 calendar days hitting every 300 boxes. It's right. living it's living every single calendar day ticking off as many boxes as humanly possible. Making sure that because if you know what the scripture says then you know what to look out for. Not only do you know what to look out for, you know how to actively circumvent certain things but because we live on lucifer's earth inhabited by his fallen angels and the byproducts of them it is physically impossible to completely abstain from negative influences but the like i said last time the best we can do is the best we can do but you have to know what you're trying you have to know 
Like knowledge is everything when it comes to this war. And I'm not talking about this knowledge that we first started talking about the, the forbidden knowledge that we know is out there. I'm talking about the knowledge that's in the scripture that God said, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you closed mouths don't get fed. My God does not just kick your door down and say, Hey dude, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. No, he'll just sit there and he'll knock at the door and he'll wait. And when he thinks you forgot about him, he'll knock again. And if you never open the door, then he'll never give you what you need. But if you go and you open that door and allow yourself to have that relationship with him, dude, you're going to be good, man. You're going to be good. Like, How are we supposed it... to get everything that we need when we're fucking bombarded by Satan every fucking this place of not? You, you can't. Know? What you've got to do is understand that totality is not the goal. It's it's an impossibility in this world to be totally abstinent from. Don't you think what it's like we're not supposed to do? Though? Well, sure, but we're never we're not supposed to last forever, my brother. This is but temporary. Like this was never the end game. This is a test. But this don't you is, think it's poisoning us more by knowing that we shouldn't be doing these things when we can't avoid it? Well, sure. God said that it, it's better to not know anything than to know and then choose to do wrong. He would much rather you be the, the crayon-eating, you know, super glue snorting, window-licking. That, window yeah, that that what 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 they say what I see mongoloid, it's the, you know he'd rather you you be spaced out of your gourd than than be able to comprehend and then actually you do comprehend and then you still choose not to obey. Yeah, it's worse. But how can you obey but, God when everything is fucking poison on this earth? Because not everything is, my friend. I mean, it's just that simple. Not everything is. If you're if you're worried about your food sources, you can grow your own. <laughs> you might get fucking sick of tomatoes, but hey, I know a couple of guys that have a, a podcast. They got a pretty wicked tomato episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just eat tomatoes for the rest of my life. No, but I mean, we can. Uh, you don't want to say it though, right? Like, no, of course. It's it, even, very even, fucking difficult. But getting to heaven's not easy. The the whole the whole point of the books of first and second Peter were so that me and you could look and see that there was a whole generation of Christians that were tortured like we don't know. Emperor Nero used to round up Christians, tie them to stakes, douse them with oil, and then set them on fire so this motherfucker could see where he was going at nighttime around his palace. Human, human fucking torches? Candles, oh yes, yes. God, dude. Candles. That, oh my that, God. And that's some of the, the lighter points of what happens in First and Second Peter. The entire book of First Peter is... Christians get persecuted, bro. 
Christians have it rough. And I don't even mean to say Christians. True followers and true believers of the word, they don't have it easy. The, the book of Second it Peter. They'll hate, they'll hate you if you follow me just like they hate me. Some, something along exactly. those lines. But the whole book of Second Peter is, hey, just because they persecuted doesn't mean that was all there was. You can get through this persecution and I'm going to love you more for it. We're not promised an easy anything when it comes to following God's word. Not nan motherfucker in that Bible had it easy. You name me somebody in that Bible that was trying to follow God's word and he had it easy and I will slap your ass and call you Susie. Right. Because I haven't found him. I know of a whole book in the Bible where dude got literally everything taken from him and everything thrown at him job right (laughs) yeah yeah that guy kind of had a rough day you know what i'm saying and jesus was just like or god was just like yeah go ahead lucifer was like you really about to let me just fuck this dude's day up yeah he's still gonna love me wow (laughs) but but you're worried about is it going to be easy? No, my friend. I'm sorry to tell you it's not, but it's going to be yeah. worth it in the end. I hear you, bro. I hear because you. Because he tells us it's going to be worth it. My 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 whole thing is 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 if you trust him more than you trust yourself, yeah. you'll be all right. I like there's, that. I like that. There's, there's knowledge available for you if you truly want to go find it. And that knowledge won't be the entirety of the pizza pie. But you'll get your slice that'll get you to heaven. As long as you take your slice and you hold it dear and you adhere to it. You might not be able to comprehend but one-tenth of what's in that book. But that one-tenth that you really do comprehend, God's going to recognize it. And 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 that's where your judgment will be. It's not going to be on the nine-tenths of the book that you had no clue what the hell was going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're actively trying to learn and actively trying Dude, to that's, do that's, what you learn, that's what good. I do too. But I'm just shooting. You just can't get you can't get hung you, up on thinking that you've got to ace the test. Right, we right, don't right. have to make a 100 to get our gold star. I think right. I think when Hank when Hank is talking, this is just what I think based on, um, obviously knowing the both of you two fine, three fine gentlemen. Is that Hank when when he says you, he's talking about those that are now, I'm not talking about like you specifically. I'm sorry. Like I <laughs> I just know because at first when me Hank and I I'm like, what the fuck? I never said that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't say that out loud, but I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? But <laughs> fucking who sometimes no, you gotta good. color between you're the good. lines with me. You gotta you gotta peep shit because I just be spurting. What is it? Yeah. Tweaker tweak. <laughs> Tweaker Tweaker one nine, I see you through the window blinds over. <laughs> I told someone that the other day at work. We were reminiscing on being fucking drug addicts back in the day, kind of making fun of it. Yeah, you haven't lived till you've been on a year long <laughs> bender. <laughs> Looking out for the shadow people. Well, seeing your dad in your rearview mirror when that motherfucker's not even in the same country as you. You went to go get some milk or some cigarettes? 
Oh, that was in Afghanistan. I saw oh, him in my fuck. rearview mirror because I was tripping on ecstasy one night. Oh, I thought you were kidding, I, dude. Now I feel like an asshole. Oh, no. Like, Dad was over there playing good old soldier, and I was up on a four-day bender on ecstasy and ended up seeing my dad in my rearview mirror and decided that I might need to go to sleep. See, okay, real <laughs> quick. That, that hey. would make me want to go to sleep, but not Dude, that was scared shitless. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to sleep at the same time because of the fucking nightmares I was going to endure. Oh, my goodness. Okay, oh, real no, quick. Man. After about five days of being up on ecstasy, nothing makes sense. So there was so, no logical train of thought. <laughs> I feel like this this kind of wraps in, and y'all let me have it however you feel. Question for all three of you gentlemen. Fine, gentlemen. So I've been microdosing the last five days. So Sunday through Thursday, I'm waiting on my fiance to get home so I can do my thing. But uh, I feel like psychedelics. Okay, we were talking about like the woo-woo shit and the Bible and like Ouija boards and psychics and mediums and all that, all that stuff. Um, where do you three? Where do you got? What do you guys think about psychedelics? Because I love them. I've never done Personally, acid. I'm a fan. Okay, that's good. That's I'm I'm curious now because I I also feel like when you are doing, I've never done DMT. I'll just give my. Okay, I've done salvia. Which is where, if you're not familiar, salvia divinorum, you trip the fuck out for about, I don't know, three to minutes. five minutes. Yeah, maybe maybe 20 minutes, but it feels like two or three hours. <clears throat> never done DN- DMT, <clears throat> never done acid. Davey Wavy, I know you, you said earlier you did acid for the first time at, at around 14 years old or something like that. But if you were picking up on some, like, some information, What what do you think? How, how do you think that goes with the Bible? Like you're you're taking you're taking some psychedelics, right? You're tripping out, and when I say tripping out, I've been microdosing. I'm not eating an eighth and fucking exploring different worlds here, right? I'm sitting on my couch. I'm good to go. Yeah, you're not you're not going through um, the doors like yes. fucking Jim Morrison. Yeah. Yes, I am literally sitting. The other day, I think the most that happened to me, I took a piss. I looked at the water in the toilet. I'm like, wow, dude, that looks crystal clear. And You're I was about it. your gray matter because one day it may matter. Yeah, and and I don't exactly. I don't know, but I feel like that kind of does fall in line. It possibly could into the Bible and, and kind of looking for other sources of knowledge because I feel like when you take mushrooms or you're taking LSD, or I don't know if people still smoke salvia, but if you're, you do it for a reason. Like I smoke weed to get high. Dude, it's all backs. fucking. It's all natural, man. It's yeah, exactly. Like cannabinoid receptors in our fucking brain, right? Like that's God given, dude. And the mushrooms are God given. It's I, all natural. There's nothing alchemical about it. It's okay. Oh, is that yeah, so I take I've been taking kratom for about five years, and Fucking real quick, super quick backstory: I'm a heroin addict. Um, I've been clean off of heroin for a little over eleven years as of last month, 
um, and Ooh. opiates as well. Woo -woo. I had open heart surgery when I was in the military. They cracked my shit open. Anyhow, long story short, my back's a little fucked up. Um, I choose not to go to the doctors, my own choice. Um, but I've been taking Kratom for the last five years. I take it every day, every single day. My pain is my pain goes away. It works. It's natural. Um, of course, it's not FDA approved because it's natural. Because mm -hmm. it's natural. But again, with the same thing with mushrooms and marijuana, right? You look at these things and. These are things that God created. These are not, you know, if you go get like a wax pen, maybe there is some uh, alterations that are involved. Maybe not, it's, depending it's on the It's not supplier. synthetic, which is of the devil. There you go. Synthetic of the devil. So like these things, if you're taking some mushrooms and you're gaining some knowledge, where, you know, what are you guys' thoughts on that? And I guess I would say, I would just say the Bible. Well, if you would have asked me this question a year ago, I would have told you something along the lines of, you know, when Moses is talking to the burning bush, which is probably the acacia tree, which is known to be rich in DMT, he was probably high as fuck on DMT speaking to the gods, essentially, if you want to think of it like that in a fucking knuckle dragger terms. Um, nowadays, I'm not too sure as far as like me getting into the more and more religious, if I've done shrooms more than I can count. I, I love them. But nowadays, I don't know if it's the right thing to be doing. Again, I don't know shit about fuck. I'm still trying to learn. But as far as I'm, what I've been looking into, it seems like maybe we shouldn't be dabbling into that. But I don't know. Okay. You, you ready for this? I ahead, think that please. we should be upgrading our consciousness no matter what, aside from... Uh, killing babies and drinking their blood and harvesting adrenochrome uh, like the elites do and uh, as, as more natural as you want to go in order to upgrade your consciousness and uh, be a better person around your fellow human beings then I'm all for it yeah to, to piggyback on that like that's what's hard for me I mean, it's not hard for me, but I guess it's hard for me in the sense that if I were to, because I, I do get the, the Bible sense and I do get that it might not be the greatest thing to dabble with the things we've been talking about. However, you know, I know, I know this is going to sound silly, but on the back of the mushroom package, it literally talks about like setting your intentions and, and putting good positive intentions. So I, I feel like, you know, they helped me out mentally. I, I Last weekend was a fucking terrible weekend. It was fucking terrible. It was just <laughs> almost everything about it was terrible. And I haven't taken any sort of mushrooms or psychedelics in probably, I think the last time I took some was six months ago. It was a, a mushroom chocolate that I had had in the freezer for a couple of years. And I ate it. it tastes like shit. No effects at all. Other than that, it was probably a year ago that I had taken any mushrooms. And we, Ashley and I both microdose. We were, I, I'm sure if anyone's listening to microdose, it's a very, 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 very small dose. So it's not to the point where we're seeing shit on the walls. It's not to the, I'll, I'll speak for myself, but it, I'm not seeing shit. I'm not, it's not outlandish to say. 
Kyle, How? there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Yeah, no, and I, I honestly don't, I don't think, I don't think that there is, but I just think that there's, there's like some type of similarity. There, there's, there's a line to be drawn between, just my opinion, um, between what Hank was saying, which I, I do, I support, I, I agree with a lot of that, I do, um, but and then at the same time, I also think that like if you're doing something like it's different than doing like fucking heroin or popping a bunch of pills. But I think there's something to gain from expanding your reality. Also, real quick, shout out, Expanding Reality Podcast. Fucking banger. Yeah. Um, I want to also shout out to um, Legit Bat, because Jen and Joe were talking about uh, Magic Mind. And I looked into that. I, I wanted to try it. And I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm paying like 120 bucks uh, or like a hunt, like two hundred bucks Canadian dollars for fifteen bottles of this shit. What? Wait, what is what? Hold on, hold the fuck up. What's magic mind to your to your? So dollar? it's like a it's like a mushroom and natural herb fucking smoothie <laughs> that you can buy, and it's you just like shake it up and down it, and it's it's microdosing basically, but you're like. Uh, the way Jen described it was that she was at her job and she she was ready to fucking quit. She was very negative about everything. And when she started taking this smoothie the first fucking day, her whole attitude changed. She's like, she's like, okay, I'm going to stay at this job. I'm going to treat other people like, like how we should be behaving. Right. Like, like wow. she just got like in this whole more, much more, a greater positive attitude, right? So I was like, yeah, dude, I want some of that. And then I looked into it because they even have like a, uh, like a, um, what do you call it? Like a checkout kind of legit. Like a little store. Okay. 40, put in legit bat 40, you get like 20% off, right? I'm like, even with that, it's still expensive for a Canadian, right? So I'm like, fuck, where can I get some of this shit, right? So I texted Joe and he was like, yeah, dude, it's it's steep, but it's really good. You know, I wonder if 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 you buy like even though it's like super expensive, if you're just taking like 80 bitty bitty bits of it, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's like, you know, I don't know, like a. I don't know, like a decent sized jar, but you just need like a tablespoon. It's basically like like a small bottle, like a small, you know, when you get like a vegetable drink or whatever, yep, like a vegetable yep. fruit drink, the tiny, small yep. bottle of that, and you shake it up, you drink it, but it's got mushrooms in it. So you're yep. microdosing and you're getting vegetable and fruit as well. And it just basically flip flop, flip flops your your mental awareness, you know. Which is okay. what you're doing with your microdosing. It, it dude, it has, man. I'm telling you. So you, you ready for me to poo-poo all over this for you? I'm already pretty <laughs> good with I'm already pretty good with treating people how I want to be treated. Like I'm very pleasant in daily life, but I could use a little bit of a boost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so here I, here's where uh, I stand on this on this. <laughs> and and there's really two avenues I could take this. And the first one is assuming that the fungal world, which mushrooms are in that kingdom, 
that those are from God, that those aren't a byproduct of the Nephilim, that, that God created mushrooms. It's the fungus among us. Fungus so among us, assuming that's true, then there's nothing wrong with using medicine. Multiple plants on this earth have many medicinal properties. Microdosing, to me, is medication. Even the government's coming around to the fact that, if nothing else, our veterans who have PTSD can obtain a better quality of life from microdosing with therapy. Ketamine, yep, yep, ketamine. So, with that in mind... I think the line that you were talking about that you're able to draw is the old saying, everything's okay in moderation. moderation. When, when you start to abuse whatever it is and use it for anything other than medication, I think that's the problem. Agreed. I do. I think For that sure. is so 100%, dude. Let's mm-hmm. let's take this down the other route that maybe f- because fungus the fungi fungi of the world does not behave like anything else we have on this planet. That's not round. It's a very flat planet. I'm not, I can't, I wouldn't be surprised if fungus were a byproduct of, of, of the fallen angels. And if they are, then anything associated with it is wrong. I'm just not sure I can throw my hat in that ring. So do I think microdosing and smoking weed when ailments call for smoking weed and microdosing is wrong? No. Do I think getting blazed on a Joe Rogan show level and tripping on mad honey and DMT and taking peyote trips Take juice good. up your asshole or something like that. No, that's probably not a not <laughs> yeah. a good thing. Um, these... Eat a T-bone steak. Joe Rogan says it's great to uh, grind up a T-bone steak and shove up your asshole. Well, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, like he fucking takes it to the next level, dude. It's horrible. I can't stand listening to that guy anymore. I just, I don't. It's easy to point at things like dope cocaine heroin pharmaceuticals and be like yeah that's clearly something processed what did cat williams say about about smoking the old ganja you and and one day it just happened to set a (laughs) blaze and next thing you know somebody's like oh we i like that you know you don't have to chemically process marijuana you have to cook he (laughs) said you gotta you gotta you gotta cook cocaine. You gotta have the baking soda and the water. I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying. Try, try feeding DM like massive amounts of DMT into a bear and cuddling with it. You know, while you're <laughs> on DMT as well. 
and like you were saying, Davey, our body, or maybe it was you, Kyle, it was one of you fuckers. Y'all said that like our brain produce or our bodies produce like our bodies produce certain levels of DMT. Our bodies have receptors for certain chemicals. Does that mean we're supposed to go find every fucking frog that we can right, that secretes right. DMT and just lick it until we're blitzkrieged? Does it well, mean that gay, we're... Oh, you know the frogs are gay, Hank? Come on, frogs are gay. <laughs> They're making the frogs gay. But just because we can doesn't mean we should. This right. goes right back to my original argument about the knowledge that the entities that you so often encounter upon these hallucinogenic trips offer you just because we can't obtain it doesn't mean we should. I don't think that there's anything, whether you want to call it the astral world, whether we could want to call it the other side of the veil. I don't think that there's anything out there that benefits us and our pursuit for truth. God's truth, I should say. I think that's a little bit of a uh, uh, an incline that you're going on. Um, I think Kyle is benefiting from his microdosing, right? So, like, yeah, but that's why... not, no, but uh, that's not what I said. The abuse. And Kyle's not Kyle's not sitting here tripping balls and talking to the Elohim. Abuse. There's always. He's using it for a medicinal purpose. For sure. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, yeah, like I literally. <clears throat> so real quick, like before I. Uh, like when I'm eating raw mushrooms, these are gummies, right? These come in. These are prepackaged. They're individual. I know it. Pretty much, I don't. I won't say I know exactly what's in them, but they you say only it's take like, like one a day, Kyle. Or no, so the first I kind of did it backwards, and this is so it said on the back. It said take one. Do not abuse. Yeah, do not <laughs> like abuse. Take one gummy. <laughs> give yourself two days afterwards. Do not take shit for two days. Then take two. Then take two days off. Take one. Take two days off. Take two. I. I started off with two in moderation. I did. I, it was moderation, but also this was. I feel like the the instructions was like more along the lines of like a beginner's guide. And I've taken mushrooms before, so I was like, I took one, and then I ended up taking another one, and then the next day I took, I think two. The next day I took. Because you wanted like a little bit of a high, right? Yeah, yeah, and that, but uh, yes, but I think that. It it was a high in the sense that I was dig I, I I was getting myself to a level where this is like this is fucking cool, dude. Like I'm gonna start spitting some ideas out, and then I wanted to take another one to keep it going, and like that is a fair argument for like is that abuse or not? right? Am I am I going? further than i need to go like no maybe right take now. the recommended dosage so yeah you're not i did using it. and yeah. i did and i didn't and i did not i did i did the opposite i did instead i haven't taken a break i've been taking today i haven't had anything 
and I'm fine. But I took two the first uh, Sunday night, took two. Monday night, took one. Sunday night, took one. Or uh, Tuesday night, took one. And then Wednesday, Thursday, I think yesterday I had two and a half. The day before I had one. Because you're a fucking addict. Yeah, and and that, but I am, but I know, but I really am. I'm an addict. I'm a heroin. Yeah, addict. yeah. I haven't taken heroin in eleven years. I haven't done any opiates in eleven years. No, dude, I'm, like, trust I'm me, like when I, when I can get my hands on like Percocets and shit, I'm like, oh fuck, I'll take two. Yep. And you're not supposed to take one, but I'll take two, right? And I'll take another two, and then it doesn't do anything because you're fucking chasing the dragon at that point, yep. right? So, I mean, yeah, I've, I've shot up, dude. I've blown out my left arm, dude. My left arm, I'm right-handed, so obviously this is the easiest. My left arm is blown out, dude. I have no veins in my left arm. I have completely... Again, I thought after 11 years that my, my veins would, like, pop back up, and they're not. They're not. And I'm going to pay yes. the price. I will be paying the price for not taking care of my fucking body. I will pay the fucking maybe i was supposed to live to 60 or 70 and maybe it's going to get cut a little short because i fucked up dude i fucked up and the 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 worst thing about it the worst thing about it was that the whole time although i was you know dealing with shit in my life i fucking knew better i knew better it wasn't like, well, I just didn't know I was young. No. For me, myself, for Kyle, for Chef, I fucking knew better. And I knew better when I was young. There's a lot of fucked up shit I've done. A lot of it. A lot of it. Some things I probably wouldn't even speak of. I've done a lot of fucked up shit. And I knew better. I knew better from day fucking one. And I wish I can say, like, oh, whoops. I wish I can say that I didn't know better, but like I have a conscience, and my conscience has told me it's just like the, no, the, the you're classic, in the wrong, yeah. but you're still doing it anyway. Yep, and I knew better, yeah. dude. I knew better. I talk, um, and I, I'm down to also have this chat again. Uh, as far as I'm not trying to make this about me, about my story, but I think it's cool. I love hearing people's stories of like where they started. Like I'm talking like from... I think we're we're all we're all in this to yep. kind of like get our lives in uh, like reveal our lives in an open book kind of status, right? So I yep. think that's a good thing because it, I think it would help a lot of people realize how fucked up they are and try to make themselves a better person. Yep. And 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 this is this is something too I believe in, and this is something that I said before I, I started getting into the more like personal stuff when it was just all about conspiracy, which I was I was super close the other day on mushrooms, by the way. Um Hank and I both do the uh, holistic roots podcast. I've been slacking balls as far as posting the latest episode, which is like fucking two weeks ago. I've been slacking, I'll admit it. Um but I, I, I've been thinking about like completely canceling either canceling Sunday night or changing the verbiage of what I want this podcast to be about because now I'm doing the solo 
That's okay. When, when before I had I had I had uh Bo in the house, but he's going through some shit. He's got his own hey, podcast. I haven't heard from him in a while, man. Yeah, he I I hit him up to be on tonight, man, and I we talk literally every single day, like every fucking day where it actually became a problem in my house because it was it was every day. We talked every day for hours. You were probably trying to counsel him a little bit. I was, I was, I was. He was probably like, dude, pull back a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. exa- that's exactly what it was. And I was neglecting my family, but I was doing something good. I was trying to help someone else out. But at sure, the same time, sure. like there's a, there's a fucking limit there where you have to, you know, prioritize. You got to take care. You got to take care of you and your family. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I've learned. And, and, <laughs> shout, and, out, shout out to Bo, man. We love you, bro. Yep. Bo. Hey, motherfucker. We're going to see you soon. He got a new dog. He's got a great job right now. You've probably seen his stuff on, on Instagram. He's been busting his ass, dude, cleaning up um, homeless encampments, which is crazy. And and I think anyone that, that is a podcaster that, that is interested in this, my favorite show that Bo did was literally him going through his old homeless encampment that he lived in. That's and how he, I found out about him. Yep. That was the dopest. Yeah most badass episode i've ever seen and now he's cleaning them up so there's a little controversy there but i think it'd be dope for anyone that's interested hit him up when he when he's uh he's well and better he he the way that he explains what he's doing is pretty well um but he's literally going from being homeless to not being homeless and now cleaning up homeless camps it's a whole fucking thing love Um, him dude love him dude yeah, uh, just last week, my dad asked me to go to this uh, supermarket called Oceans, and uh, he wanted me to get a couple things. And then as I got the couple things, I exited the building and I saw this homeless guy. He's like a white guy, scraggly hair, whatever. And I'm like, fuck. So I went back to my car, dropped off the shit, and then I got my... my um my bank card, not my dad's bank card, because my dad gave me his bank card to grab his stuff. And then I went back in and I got a couple hot meals, one for me and one for the homeless guy. And I I went outside and I dropped it off to him. I'm like, has anybody brought you brought you a hot meal today? He's like, oh my God, I love you so much. And he gave me a big fucking hug. And I thought, I felt so good, dude. It was like, dude, People need to do this shit because we have so much more money than we need. And we need to start like buying homeless people's meals and shit. Like it just makes you feel so much better about yourself. For me anyway, it did. Yep, it does. It does. And Hank and I, um, we had talked about this about a month ago. But Hank shared a story where he was went to go pump his gas and Hank, you interject whenever you feel the need, but Hank is something that stuck with me, but Hank was there to pump his gas and he, he didn't have a whole lot of money. He barely had enough money to get himself gas for his vehicle to get him to work, the kids to school and what have you. And he got out and noticed that there was a car in front of him you know, at the pump in front of him and 
if I remember correctly, the mom, there was a mom sitting there, like, not, I, I believe not even pumping gas, didn't even have money for gas. She just pulled up hoping that someone would help her out. And, and Hank, if, if I remember correctly, you looked at the woman and you're like, you know, there's a lot of people around this area that you're at that struggle with drugs, alcohol and whatever. So you thought maybe like there's a possibility that this woman has money for gas or has money for dope, just needs money for gas. So they have money. And Hank said he, he looked over and saw a, a young female in the passenger seat. And I forgot the age, Hank, that you said that you. She might have been 15, 16 years old. Yep, I was she was say, young. I was going to say 14. And looked over at her and just made the decision that you were going to go ahead and pump her gas. And any, yeah, anyhow, I remember you telling me that story, dude. And I'll, and I'll never forget that because I think. I would like to think a lot of people have similar stories where they just kind of help someone out, but you literally went out on a limb. I think the wife said that her and her boyfriend or husband or fiance split up. He possibly was like beating her ass, fucking her up. So she got her kid out of town, got as far as she can go, needed gas. Uh, your wife, Hank, was driving. If I remember correctly, this has been a long, this has been a couple months ago, but your wife was driving and uh, she was like, what are you doing? Like you're, she's watching you and you're taking the pump out of your car and you're putting the pump. Yeah. I'm reaching around the whole gas pump. Cause yep. she's on the other side. <clears throat> I mean, what are you going to, I mean, what are you going to do, man? I think like, honestly, dude, this is if what it would have been. Up. If it would have been just the mom, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have done it. But right. I'm, it was her daughter, you know, when her daughter just looked at me with like these, please help us eyes. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I knew right then and there I was about to give this woman $28 and some, I'd paid for $30 worth of gas and I'd pump like $2. Is and this she, not though, like in our lifetime, is this not like the return of Christ? Like just helping some fucking other poor soul out. I just, you know, I think, I, I think I that's what I was the able. second coming of Christ is. It's like realizing that we have abundance and we can share what we can with other people, and you know, it's it's not that fucking complicated, dude. It's really not. Well, we live in a world where kindness and generosity is shit on every day, because absolutely. There's always somebody doing it with a camera simply so that people see them it doing it. Fucking clout, and right? So now everybody that does it is automatically assumed to be doing it for that reason. For clout, right? So and it's given Bible, to people the people that that's... says the Bible also says, sorry to cut you off, but like you pray in your fucking closet. You don't show people that you're praying, right? It's the True. same thing when you when you make an act of kindness. You don't tell the whole world about it for yep. clout. And that's so that's funny because the cop, what I just got in, the story I just got in telling, partially telling about Hank, this was a story that was brought up 
not like, hey, Hank, what's your story that, that you had that you... Well, it was in response so- to your story. Yes, that was like, we shouldn't, like, you don't... Because Ashley, there's a couple people that I follow that do these random acts. Of, and to me, it is recorded. It is. But to me, it seems genuine. So to me, that's all that fucking matters. And she doesn't necessarily shit on those people, but that's how that that whole conversation got started. Like, we're talking about it now in in a different context. It's not like I did a good deed or Davy, you did a good deed, and Hank acknowledge me. Look at what I did. Look what I did. We're not talking. That's not what we're talking about. We're just saying it had. It has to be talked about, but we're not. There's no money being made here. We're not looking for better karma it's like i don't need your praise for something that i made a decision to do yes right right because I, I know what i did was enough yep for and me I, but i think it needs to be recorded i think some of these things need <sighs> to be recorded and i think that that there are some people that are probably doing this type of stuff literally davy wavy as you said for clout they're trying to get clout they want followers they want likes fuck that you should silently do these things. And if yeah, yeah if you want to go back home and and then talk to your buddy, your mom, or your dad, or you hop on a fucking podcast yeah, and I you want to share it, you know? Yep. No, and you could you probably there's a difference between being proud and something that you've done and being in a, a boastful, bragful manner. Like <laughs> Me and Kyle and, you know, Davey Wavy talking about the ways that we've been able to help others is different than us sitting here, like, trying to one-up each other with the story of who been over. Of our shit. Or, or, even, <clears throat> or even just trying to, oh, you, 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 uh, you pump, you pump some gas for something. You gave somebody some gas. Well, I. You know, oh, you bought a you bought a meal for a homeless man. Well, I bought twenty cheeseburgers and passed. You know, it's like I don't, anything you can do, I can do better. And type thing. It's ten thousand likes from it. Yeah. it it's yep. not. It's not like that. We're we're told once again in scripture that we are to entertain strangers because you never know when it's an angel of the Lord. Basically, mm-hmm. it's not my responsibility to judge the beggar on the street corner with a with a cardboard sign it's not my job to question his authenticity his sincerity it's my job to act like that's jesus yeah and if he or she is insincere with their actions they will be dealt with accordingly. It's not my place to judge, nor is it my place to pass consequence. It's my place to act like that's Jesus. I love it. I do too. And I think that's a, I think that's a valid point where you literally treat what I say Dude. to you before, Kyle, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. That's what Jesus said. Right, right, right. Well, it's it's you know what's really odd about this conversation, this whole conversation right here. The oddest thing about this is that 
I've had this conversation with you, Hank, and I've also had this conversation with Davey Wavy separate occasions um, <clears throat> where it, seriously, it really is kind of, it's just weird to me. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think God, yeah. our creator, works in beautiful, mysterious ways. Of course he does. Beautiful, mystery. Like just the weird. Ah, I, I mean, well, yeah, Davey, we can, and we Davey can do a just whole for show. just for my Thank peace you. of mind, my friend. Um, everything that I've said is strictly from Hank Parrish's book of beliefs. Like, I don't speak on behalf of anybody else, or Nicole. I don't even claim to have 100% certainty that what I've said tonight is legitimately fact. I like to believe that what I've said is true, but I'm sure. just a man. And at the end of the day, <clears throat> nothing could be true out of what I've said. And I'm very open to that fact. So yeah, dude, I appreciate you being able to genuinely have this conversation and in because we've we've gone around the world man we we've touched some pretty sensitive topics and it's been nothing but a cordial conversation and i can't thank you enough for that because i can tell that there's things that i've said tonight that that you don't buy into and that's cool man like it's not my place to get mad at somebody else for not believing the same way I do, because like I said, I might be wrong, man. Like we're all put on this rock for a reason and we got to figure it out ourselves. Like I can't exactly, solve, yeah. I can't solve the puzzle for you. I can just try to help you with sure. what I've figured out. And hopefully maybe what I've figured out helps you line up a couple of pieces and vice versa. I'm not Dude. saying that there's nothing I can't learn because Lord knows I could do with some more knowledge, but just the, the fact that you're able to just day, back Hank, and forth, I man, be, it's beautiful. At the end of the day, you could be totally fucking wrong, and I could be totally wrong, right? Exactly. As long as we're not ready to fucking uh, throw nukes over one part of the fucking world and kill everybody off in the process. Right. You know, we're all here to love each other, and we can all disagree, and we can all agree to disagree, and that's the beauty of these conversations, man. Exactly, man. I just wanted to And honestly, I didn't really disagree with I didn't really disagree with anything that you said. I was just pushing questions on you because these are the questions that I have well, I appreciate uh, for, my, you. for myself. I appreciate right? you so, doing that because if nobody questions me on where I stand, then I find I I have been more in the scripture on shows like these than I have been in any other time because when people ask me a question, I try to go, well, fuck, I got to give them an answer. So let me go find this answer real quick. Right, but and, sometimes and we it's... don't have all the fucking answers. Well, sure, and, I'm, and I'll be the first to say, I, mean, I don't know. But I feel like I, I, I could at least offer an opinion on just about anything that one could ask when it comes. To, and it, like, I, I mean, I, it might not be the correct opinion, but I, I appreciate you. Cause I feel like you're challenging me and not from a place of negativity, but it's like you're you know, still sharpening steel, you know, it's iron, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, like same, the Bible same, says, same, right. Same, yeah. same. 
same side. I love the oh. Bible, man. It's fucking. It's a lot of the a lot of scripture is what I deal with in daily life, and a lot of people don't. Uh, they can't comprehend what I say because they're like, "Oh, you're so wise." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know shit." Thank I just you. know what I know, and I've studied and researched what I researched, but I I understand that you don't, you haven't researched anything, so that's okay too, right? But I'm yep. still gonna treat you like a human being, right? <laughs> so, it's all I, good. I have to say, man, I am so blessed, and I'm gonna send this to both y'all and you guys. This is just as much mine as it is yours. But I, I do have I do have to pause and I do have to say thank you um both to you, Hank and Davy Wavy, because I am Rock not the fuck up, Kyle. Wrap it up. I'm serious, bro. <laughs> like I'm just being completely honest here. Like I if I would not be able to sit here like I don't ask. I'm learning. I'm learning. That's what I'll say. I'm learning. I'm learning on questions they ask and and Davey, you came in and asked all the fucking questions. And I had a, I had a few, but you asked some fucking hard-hitting questions that Hank was able to to respond to in, in the best of his ability. And, like, Sunday Night Secret Society, you know what it is? It's all about the people that are that, uh, join, that are able to join me in, in, in the time out of their day. And... I I honestly cannot thank you guys enough. I'm like no bullshit. Like I, I doubt myself a lot because I'm so in the middle of everything. So like when 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 scripture was getting fucking thrown out there, like with Hank, I'm like yeah yeah, and then I laugh because Hank will crack, crack a joke, and I look over at Davey Wavy, and he's got a question. I'm like fuck yeah, I agree with that too. Like that makes sense. That's a good question. And then you crack a joke and I'm laughing. So know that I'm not laughing at either of you guys. Um, I, I, I'm I saw stoked, you, I saw you like trying to hold back a lot. Like, I didn't laugh. It was so funny. Yeah, I, I, I hold back because I'm just stoked, dude. Like this is, this is a beautiful conversation. Um, I don't have a lot of input, but I'm happy to be able to be here and be in, in y'all's presence. So um again Likewise. i can't think i honestly man i can't thank you guys enough this is fucking awesome and it kind of works out you know usually with these round tables i try to invite i was telling hank and i and i also told you davy wavy i invited like seven fucking people to it and a few showed up and every fucking time it works out perfectly and i'm almost kind of slightly dreading the day where everyone's like fuck it i'm in and then there's like fucking 10 people in and then it turns into a fucking shit show um, but I do think everything, you know, works out the way it's supposed to work out. But with that being said, hold your fucking shorts. Y'all think about this. I can cut this out. Y'all think about this, but I think it would be dope. And I'm being a little selfish because I'm not super knowledgeable on the Bible and on, you know, the different text and what have you. I'm learning and I'm, I'm a fucking open book. I'm a sponge. But if y'all would be down to do like a monthly or bi-weekly, weekly, whatever works for y'all's schedule, where we talk about this shit and we pick pick a scripture, we go over it, Hank throws what he has in, uh, Davey Wavy, you throw what you have in, you know myself and Anthony are going to have a bunch of questions, but I think this would be a banger, dude. I, in my opinion, I think it'd be great uh, for people that are kind of questioning 
life and questioning everything. And I think there's a lot of people at this time that are doing so because no one knows what to believe. But y'all let me know. And this could be an all thing. This is not a Sunday night thing. This is a everyone thing. This is not. Dude, you know, you know, I'm down, dude. Fucking last night I was at that fucking party, that bar, and you texted me and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm down for tomorrow. Let's go. go. You know, I'm not going to shout. And I forgot about it until you reminded me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still good to go. I appreciate I appreciate you still hopping on, man, because there's 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 times where I, great, I, I it's a great I, show. I just want to throw it out there that it's an honor to be a part of probably the only secret society in the history of existence that doesn't cost you your soul. Right. <laughs> this is where we discuss how we save our souls, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but again, it. this love is it. this is this is all of us. This is all of us, man. So and and I hope Anthony's okay. Like I hope a meteor didn't take his house out or nothing. He, he, just, off, didn't he? he just jumped. He dropped off real quick. So I'm hoping that, like his town's still on the map. He must be Irish, right? Because I think that's called like the Irish goodbye. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. So he wrote me. He said at first he said my wife went out restarting it right now restarting my wife it, he meant wife <laughs> man when he figures that out let tell him i need that instruction set because i could restart my wife a couple of so, times so currently his wife is still out he's masturbating currently well no what i was thinking is he <laughs> the wife is out there was supposed to be pedaling a bike that is powering the router powering the wi-fi right <laughs> so, so his wife is a hamster then yes 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 <laughs> But no, big a big shout out to to, to Anthony, um, crazy. So I met I I found him on Instagram, he or he found me. I don't know which love story you want to fucking go with, but um, uh, long story short, he lives like 20, 30 minutes from me, which is kind of kind of wild. But um, nice. yeah, fucking bangers, dude. So we'll get this then, then then for all the listeners. Um, I know I don't even check like my comments or my my thumbs ups or my stars or all that shit i do this because it makes me happy um it's therapy for myself but if anyone is interested let's go we should do like a, again a weekly a may, we'll, maybe we'll start off with like a, a bi-weekly um no we're not setting the bar too low not too high but a bi-weekly where we all get together and we talk about scripture because um i like davy wavy i love your opinion and i love the fact question fucking everything as you should um and hank you have a very strong background a very strong healthy foundational in my opinion background and and, and i laugh I, I don't take my laughness when i laugh ah, ha, ha, ha. i'm not laughing at anybody i'm just stoked dude like i'm just like oh, yeah I, I get it i totally you get know it, yeah. so don't don't please don't ever take that the wrong way i, I do appreciate you're high we get it well, if y'all, if y'all get it, then we're going to wrap this thing up. I hope you guys have a beautiful night. But before we wrap this baby up, we're going to start from the top left. We're going to work our way down to the bottom. Hank, where can they find you? Where are you at? What are your things? Oh, Let's go. I'm on the book of faces. I'm on the on the grams that are instant. 643 Conspiracy Podcast. Um, all the major podcatchers do the do the things with the stuffs and the likes and the shares and the ratings and the reviews 
all that. Come drop by, say hello. And you can also catch me on uh, Holistic Roots Podcast with my wonderful co-host, Chef Kyle. Let's go. Yeah, we're slacking. And I, I say we. Well, I technically, it, it, we're, it's we. It's, okay, it's, it's, it. it's most definitely we. But there's an I can't let you take that blame yourself. I got to put it. We got to put it out there. Uh, but anyhow, enough about that awesome, beautiful stuff. For some more beautiful, awesome stuff, Red Pill Cartel, Davey Wavy, Nigel Goat in the fucking house. What do you got? Oh, yes. So you can find me on most major platforms uh, with Nigel DeGoat and David Wavy here sitting next to me uh, smoking a cigarette. And, uh, you know, if you want to find me at the uh, Red Pill Cartel podcast uh, on Instagram and uh, you can click the link in the bio to listen to more of the shit show. Well, I'm glad Nigel wasn't around earlier when we were talking about sacrificing goats and stuff. <laughs> I probably would have got a little awkward. Davy will never sacrifice me. <laughs> hey, I don't you know, know Nigel. Nigel. You never know. You never know, dude. <laughs> we love you, Nigel. We'll we'll keep put you on the endangered species list. <laughs> hey, hopefully, hopefully in the near future, hopefully there'll be some Nigel the Goat plushies coming out. Dude, I need one. Just saying, I don't have Davey nothing to cuddle is- up with. Davy has been already uh, cuddling with his prototype. Let's go. Fucking awesome news. Real quick, last <laughs> thing. Last thing. No offense, Nigel here, but I saw, I heard a, I'm probably going to butcher this. Um, God forgive me for saying this. I'm going to butcher this, uh, this joke. I forgot. Oh, we heard it with the Iowa talk guys, Hank. Mm. And, oh, I uh, heard that one. That was a good one, man. He says, <laughs> "Why do uh, why do I, I think he said the Taliban? I, I think he said the Taliban. Why do the Taliban fuck their goats on ledges?" And, and the answer was because they push back. <laughs> and yo, know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was a good one because I do know. People from personal accounts that had night vision goggles and they witnessed this and they seen this and I trust <clears> them. <throat> Anyhow, oh, yeah. with that being said, Con- take wait, 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 wait. Contrary to <laughs> what people... said, we're not into the show like that. <laughs> Contrary to what people believe, we goats do push back because we love it up the arse. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Nigel, you're so fucking dirty. Nigel, you're a dirty dog. No, I'm just kidding. You're a dirty goat. Adelis Garcia just hit a walk-off home run in game one of the World Series. Texas wins game one, six to five in the 11th inning. Let's go. Wow. Texas and, the it, and I've got Adelis on my fantasy team, so that's awesome. The goat ass. I heard uh, uh, that. You know what? I, okay, so we're going to wrap this up right now, but I'm going to tell you what real quick. I'm going to put on, as soon as I'm done, I'm putting on Adam Sandler, and I'm putting on The Goat, and I'm going to listen to that shit. Yep, and I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to drink my Rolling Rock, the, Rolling Rock, the Old Atrobe, 1939. And uh, anyhow, y'all have a blessed Just... night. Davey Wavy, thank you. Thank you, man. Davey, it's been a pleasure, my friend. You too, brother.
Chef, I love you, brother. Love you guys, too. You guys stay fly, be kind, and always remember, hasta la pasta. Catch y'all later. Oh, thank you so very much for once again listening to the Red Pill Cartel. This is Nigel the God speaking. And uh, we really hope you enjoyed that episode with uh, Hank and Kyle, Chef Kyle. Anyway, uh, Nigel wants to let you know that uh, Davey is kind of taking the show into a little bit of a different direction here. And uh, you will see uh, next week what he means by that. So, uh, Davey, you want to give a, a little feedback here on what you plan to do? Sure, yeah. Um, I, as many of you know, uh, music is one of my huge passions and I love talking about it. Um, so I booked up uh, quite a few uh, musicians to come on uh, in the next few episodes or so. And I just really hope you guys enjoy it because uh, I got to meet these people, these wonderful people. And one of them especially, I was a huge fan of since the 90s. And he has a new band now called Star Beast. And uh, I can't wait to get him on, them on. And uh, yeah, I just got I just got like a bunch of uh, musicians coming on. So hopefully you guys are down uh, it is my show, and it is kind of selfish for me to do this, uh, but I still will be asking questions about not only their music, but also, uh, you know, conspiracies and spirituality and stuff like that, but the main focus will be the music and promoting their music because they're up and coming, and hopefully this will help them succeed. Nigel, back to you. Thank you, David. I also dig the uh, the music, you know, the uh, Star Beast. Very good band. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope I hope uh, the cartel will stay on board for what we are about to do. So, anyways, uh, you know what to do: like, subscribe, share, uh, give five star review on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, we uh, love you, and uh, you know what Nigel always says.